That's fucking episode 200, you guys. I've got Kratom stuck in the back of my throat, as I want to do. (laughs) I'm fighting the flu, I guess. You're fighting the flu. I I think. Get you one of those emergencies. Yeah, I got some emergencies. Stay on top of it. Does that actually help once once it's in your system? Yes. It can stop it. I've been taking them. Like, I take them with my pre-workout. Well, like uh, every day? Not every day. Not every day. Yeah, but I mean, like, anytime you feel like a little something coming on, and then also, even if you think that you know you have it, sometimes I can can push it away. Like, if your skin gets, like, uh, you know how your skin kind of hurts sometimes Mm -hmm. right before you get sick? That's when I start taking them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most of the time, I don't really shuts it down. That sick. So I get so a little you, bit sick. You might have to take it a couple times a day for a week, mm. and still kind of start to feel like something's coming on. But it'll. This is all very interesting. It'll shut it down. You guys ready to party? <laughs> yeah, let's party. <laughs> what a rousing start to episode two hundred. I'm surprised we didn't start discussing balsam specific. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a DJ when I'm doing this. I like to bounce back and forth and do the thing where I pump my fist. Shwemo, tis I the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll, the sultan of slits, the godfather of gash, the world's greatest singer-songwriter who can't get invited to a festival about singer-songwriters in his own county. <laughs> By the man who purports himself to be my best friend, fuck off, Adam Andrew Atkins. Adam's fine. <laughs> yeah, sounds Andrew's like a great fine. friendship. Andrew's his brother. Adam's his brother. He's fine. But Andrew, my friend. It's Adam now. My You're friend. You're a bitch. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Episode 200, 200, 200, 200 of the world's greatest podcast. We're hitting all the marks, baby. (laughs) (laughs) As always, I'm here with the white Samoan, the vanilla gorilla, the Allegheny ape, the boomer bog trotter, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Wall River. You got it. Yes! That's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. Monarch of Malcontent. Yeah. The, the, is, was it the Monarch of Malcontent? It was the something else. It was something of Malcontent. The something Marquis? Fr- it was something Marquis de Malcontent. Yes! French, yeah. Marquis de Malcontent. Yes! You got it! All right. <laughs> 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 and returning champion. I forgot to mention that you're the former intercontinental champion, but for five minutes, for five minutes, it's a whole story. John, have you heard that story? I've heard it about three times. Okay. Uh, as always, uh, the returning champion, the world's greatest claw machine operator, um, um, the um, the uh, the dirty shame, the bone cruncher, the Juna, um, weighing in at 192 pounds. The weight goes up every uh, week. I'm just guessing. <laughs> John uh, Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> Not a big fan of John. <laughs> the crickets are. The crickets. Yeah, that's how they applaud. They make cricket noises. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be a, a big mind fuck if 
every time you hear that, it's the crickets actually applauding. No, like, oh, that's a hilarious joke. Nice. Why do they always <laughs> use this when our applause is nothing? <laughs> are they acting like, what, what are we, chopped liver over here? <laughs> it's not like we're spider crickets in somebody's basement. <laughs> we're actual crickets. Yeah. I wonder well, if there's racism amongst crickets. Oh, I guarantee it. Well, they, you got the moon crickets. They don't. The regular crickets don't like moon crickets. I mean, uh, okay. Let's let's say you're. A what cricket. is that? I just imagine that you're <laughs> <That's a> bad. <laughs> imagine that you're a cricket for a second, and uh, so I can't you, name this episode "Moon Cricket." You cannot. <laughs> you're you're you and all of your peers, everyone you've ever known, thousands of people have all been the same color. All been kind of brownish black, black and brown. Brownish black Which, cricket on the floor. You're thinking. You're thinking of a grasshopper. Grasshoppers are green. Crickets are kind of. No, black. no. You have spider crickets where they're in your basement and they're like green. But then you have a regular cricket which is black. Let's say that you're a regular cricket and everyone you've ever known is black. All of a sudden, a white cricket, like a albino cricket, comes along. Are you immediately going to get it up for her? No. No. Is Th- albinism possible in the insects? Thank you. Albinism. Yes. Albinism in the chipmunks. <laughs> you don't have an album in the chipmunks no, I don't have a shortcut on that. I don't have one. We might want a hula hoop. I remember all the incarnations of the Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoon. I watched the goddamn shit out of it when I was a kid. Well, so do I. I mean, it was a it was a good cartoon. Wasn't uh, the, Just the female chipmunks were they hot? The chipettes. Yeah. Then you want to fucking slam it to them? I, I don't know. You don't know? I'm blocking it out, I suppose. Weren't they... Uh, no, Alvin and the Chipmunks, they were brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And Brittany and her assembled Chipettes. Were they sisters? Yes. And they all fucked? I, I guess. Like the opposite versions. Yeah, I mean, well, no, there were... Like Britney was the opposite version of Alvin, right? I, I see. I, I was going to say I was going to call her by name, but I was embarrassed. <laughs> and you actually remember Jeanette was the yeah, uh, was the nerdy one, was, and, the, and then Eleanor was the Theodore. Uh, was the Theodore. Which one did you? Which one did you want the most? I was always a an Eleanor Mark, I guess. I mean, yeah, a big Eleanor Mark. Well, because she was sweet. Oh yeah, you know, she was so, nice. Yeah, a little bit chubby. Yeah, had a good personality. Yeah. Sure, everybody else seemed to be a little bit more all about themselves. Well, Brittany especially, she was. Yeah, well, she was such an Alvin. Oh god, <laughs> we're gonna start using that as a thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, Every self-centered are. person, what a oh, fucking Alvin! What an Alvin! <laughs> <laughs> He's a real Alvin, if you know what I mean. And then eventually, it'll end up being like an inside racial slur that we use. <laughs> oh, inside racial slurs. <laughs> Everybody has them. Well, sure. I mean, that's. I, I would say that's a, a, a common uniter across racial lines is that, you know. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I watched John just get very angry, just explode. <laughs> now we've Kenny, got. Kenny, where's your bone? We've got. Uh, that um, was Five Finger Death Punch. What's the baby? difference? Five Finger Death Punch is badass. Kenny Wayne Shepherd's mellow and cool. Yeah. You're right. One's rock and one's country blues. Bluntree. <laughs> Blumpkin Bluntree. Uh. No, but we do have um, clues. We've got mango baggers. We've mango got baggers. we've got squibs. Squibs. Cricketers. Cricketers. 
There's, that, that actually is Mondays. One Mondays is one. <laughs> Monday because nobody likes Mondays. Oh God! <laughs> I went, that's, that's not even mine. I heard that. I was like, oh my God! Yeah, you guys are amazing. Just saying it right out there in the open like that. Oh, here comes a bunch of Mondays. If you know what I mean. Oh God! The restaurant industry is bad about that. Yeah, a couple of big tippers. God, they just what do they call black people? Black people. Well, no, I mean, because there's, you know, grows. No, it's. It's it's a difficult, you know. um, I I can't remember, actually. I mean, I've been out of the the restaurant game not for very long, but it's usually casual dining restaurants where you have that where there's where tips are at stake. Yeah, you know, I haven't really seen anybody use racial slurs in the in the business, but but like say if like a hostess is seating a table of black people and you get the table, they give you a look like, oh yeah, you're not getting tipped, but but like an eye roll or a mm. yeah, but they're not you know a gesture. This this. They're not the worst tippers. Like, I mean, the church people are the worst. And that kind of bothers me. I was just like, you're going to give them a fucking pass, and then because no, I, because culturally, maybe that's not a thing. You know, why is it that the church people are the worst tippers? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know because they just come from church. It's on a Sunday, and they put all their all their tip money in the offering plate to the Lord. Yeah, and they're like, well, I only saved a few dollars. The rest of it went to God, and, and I'm here at this buffet. You're, style. And you, you skinny, odd-looking server man, and you're definitely not Jesus with so. your tattoos and, and your. Well, and sometimes they'll give like they'll give like psalms or something as a tip. Oh, they'll give you a tract. Yeah, like, that's amazing. Like you're so welcome. One like, of the tracts. No, I, one of the tracts that looks like a five dollar bill. Yeah, exactly. Fold it over, you fl- and you flip it over, and it's a fucking hymn or some shit. Uh, you know, that's like a multi-million dollar business. Those people that make the tracks. But we actually, we actually, there was a big blow up we had at a restaurant because, um, you know, it was a thing where they were they were sending my friend Larry, who was a black guy with all the all the black tables, right? Black people. Yeah. I'm really uncomfortable having this conversation, but. Um, and you know it, it just went to immediately went to you know the fact that there's de facto racism behind everything you know so i felt bad for him i mean and you know and not because he got necessarily bad tips or anything he didn't get bad tips from those tables but it's because they were immediately lumped in together you know what i mean it's like sometimes people do it unconsciously and it's very insulting you know, I would imagine if I was working at a predominantly where most of the other employees were black, and every time a white table came in, and I got sat with them, I would start to get, you know, feel a little bit singled out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if you were working at a Waffle House and sure, whatever, and it, yeah, yeah, and it's and that happened. I, I would start to feel like, you know, you you can seat me with other people of other cultures and and races. You know, it's I, I don't know, man. I just. The racism thing has been, since I went on my rant last week, has been bothering me. Like, it's because you're finding out you're more racist than you thought you were. <laughs> no, because it disgusts me so bad, and it's and I'm not grandstanding here. I don't do that really. I mean, I used to, but everybody used to do that. But I just don't do it anymore. But I just think that yeah, your stands haven't been nearly as grand in the last year or so. Well, I mean, I just 
the country has gotten so stratified when it comes to that. And there's, you know, should and I'm sitting there thinking, should I be more? Should I be happier because racism is more on display because people are actually being more honest, or should I be more disgusted that things are sliding back down forty from to forty years ago? I don't, I don't think that either of those things are happening. I think I think that the whole racism thing is is for the most part the same as it's been for the last twenty or thirty years, and the media is cooking all this shit up, and and people are. I mean, there's a whole. Well, most of the shit you find out is fu- is fake. Like, yeah, the Justice Smollett's fake. Yeah, of course. All there, that there's stuff. a whole list of them. I, I sent it. I, I could I could read it actually. That, that one person shared, and I didn't like fact check him or whatever, but I didn't see anybody question it. Um, where he just rattled off these are the lists of all the hate crimes that have been that have been fabricated by the by the purported victims. And there's like twenty of them. Just there like, are a lot, but, that, I mean, the top of his but head. that doesn't it doesn't you know. I'm not saying that that hate crimes don't aren't real. What I'm saying is, is that this this perception that things are getting so much worse, or that racism is more on display, uh, I think is I don't think that there's any real data to back that up, and I, no. and I and I don't think that it's actually happening. I think racism is is a problem. It's always been a problem. Um, I don't think that there's been any change. I think the only change has been in people's anxiety levels and people's perceptions I mean, because because of. Because of indoctrin, like the media indoctrination and, and pe- people cooking this shit up, you know, for whatever reason, whatever their agenda is, some people are genuinely concerned and are perceiving this thing. I mean, it's, it's like if you, it's like if you, it's like anything. If you, if you sit there and think about, oh man, this guy's going to pull out in front of me. Oh man, this guy's going to pull out in front of me. Oh man, this gonna, guy's going to pull out in front of me. Every time, every time you drive past somebody who's, who's about to pull out, somebody's going to pull out in front of you. I mean, they're going to anyway, eventually. But you're, you're, you know what I mean? You think it manifests? Oh, it absolutely does. Like a a law of attraction thing? Well, no, I just think, I just think anything that if you focus on something, if you you fear something enough, if you focus on something enough, it's going to become true in your consciousness. Whether, you know, I'm not saying the physical reality changes because of that necessarily, but just your, it's it's just a question of perception. I mean, this should be like common sense stuff that they teach you in school. Like if you, you know, you would, not that you attract the things into your life. Not not talking about law of attraction per se. I'm just saying perception. Like if if if, if I if I sit here and believe, oh man, Dutch and Dutch and Chuck are like they were talking about me before I came in here. They got all it's these weird because we were. They got all these bad things to say about me, and, and they don't like me. And uh, if I just constantly think that, eventually they're gonna start fucking. You don't not even liking. have to think that they're gonna have to start not like start. <laughs> they're gonna start not liking me yeah, because I'm gonna be nervous and weird you're all the time. You're giving a weird vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it, uh, there is a little bit more on display, like on online, um, like you see all the videos of the people screaming at people to speak English in Mexican restaurants. Sure. And, and it, they've always part. done that. Uh, they've all, yeah, but it's it's more on display. Like I, I think said. it's yes. I, I'm going to go with Dutch on this one. I think that we do have a bit of the Stanley Milgram experience experiment writ large. I do think that you know it's undeniable because history teaches that that, that, that that's what happens when you get a when you get a fasc, fascistic. Uh, piece of shit running everything then it, it and then it, it does for one of the only reason when the only times this actually works is trickle down I mean I you know anti-semitism was not it was nothing that was new in Germany you know dur- during that whole thing but dur- during Nazi Germany but do were people emboldened by the fact that you had a known anti-Semite who just flirted with it to begin with, and then it was a full-throated endorsement by the end? Of course they were. 
I mean, and that's what we've got on display here. We've got people in the fucking Capitol right now putting up uh, that weird Muslim poster. Yeah, and it's and that is the, the, gross, the, yeah. that's not top. That, that's definitely top down. I mean, that's when you're going to have a Muslim ban in your fucking country, and then you're you know all this stuff, and then you have a fucking asshole. You know, they're having a a a, a, a Senate hearing about this guy, and he, and he brings a black woman out to show. See, was, oh my god, that was see amazing. here's a here's a black woman standing here. <laughs> I know black people silent <laughs> to show how great Donald Trump is. Now, Donald fuck Trump, him. He's a now, fucking racist. If Donald we all Trump fucking was know. Racist, well, that was, would I know a black person? Well, that was that was a that was a uh, pretty obvious like virtue signal on his part, which sure. is what the left does every fucking day. They lie and pretend like they're not. You know what I mean? They they signal. They they do the exact same yeah, thing. They buddy was, up with black people. It's like, oh look at my black friend, mm-hmm. and they go out of their way to treat to help the black people because the black people are so helpless with us without our white knighting. And they do that shit all the time. It's the same yeah. shit. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, just different sides of the. It just coin. it's just more it's just more obvious when Donald Trump does it because nobody believes him. Well, Donald Trump didn't do it. Somebody did it on his behalf, right? Because or, of the whatever. Michael Cohen thing. That Michael but Co- you know he said all that shit that Michael Cohen said. He well, said. yeah, of course you he know did. he said it. I know. I mean, he did. I mean that, that's just so on brand for that fuck. You know, what I mean, he's just and that only, that's only the blacks who live like this. <laughs> He's like, he Tell me do. one country blacks to run that's not a shithole. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I mean, fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't think he said just that. Just being sick. That's, he, that's what Cohen that, said. That's he said exactly that. what Cohen said. He I said. can hear him saying, "Oh, really?" Is yeah. That, okay, I didn't. I didn't see. Uh, it. And, he has no reason to lie anymore because he's going to jail for a minute. Exactly, but um, he's what he's doing is it's you've got two scumbags. You've got Donald Trump the scumbag and, and Michael Cohen the scumbag. He's doing what scumbags do. If if the one if the scumbag at top is going to fuck him, he's going to try and fuck him before oh, before he gets taken. That's what happens with the mob. That's what happens with all. That's what happens with when, lo- local drug dealers. Uh, yeah, when, den of thieves. You think they're not going to turn on each other? Of course they're going to turn on each other. And it's entertaining. And everything. As fuck. Yes. Well, it is. <laughs> but also being sick and not being able to get out of the house as much as I have and being glued to YouTube, you know, and of course my, I punch up one fucking video and I get fucking, oh God. and they just keep playing and I, and I have to sit here watching this worthless fucking bastard destroy my fucking country and, you know, I, I'm, I'm so sick of his fucking shit. I have... I have tried to excuse it. I've tried to look at it as kitsch. I've tried to look at it as, as, as fucking. <laughs> he is pretty kitschy. I mean, just I've tried to do everything I can fucking do, and he's he's fucking nauseating. I, I despise that motherfucker. Can't stand him. Would you like to hate fuck him? Just no, get, I, 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 imagine yeah. him anything sexual makes me want to fucking vomit. I mean, he's just you could use the vomit as lube. Yeah, what but doing? <laughs> but, that's, but that's kind of the point. Is, is like is is like when when kicking someone's ass just isn't enough. It's like you got to be like, no, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna fuck you bloody Right <laughs> I'm not gay I just hate you Well you're gonna use it As a punishment Like the Mexican mob does Yeah I mean MS-13 uses rape As a punishment Yeah kind of like that So And they're coming in By the thousands <laughs> At the southern border Yeah I mean Whatever we, happened To that fuck, caravan illegal, <laughs> See illegal immigration Is an all time low <laughs> And yet it's a fucking Emergency for this Stupid fucking bastard Most of the, And all of his <laughs> Frothing at the Fucking mouth followers To build a stupid Fucking wall That we don't even Fucking need A good percentage Of the uh, illegal Immigration Or are, are a good percentage and I'm not going to say most or even a lot, but a pretty decent percentage of the illegal immigration are Canadians that are that have overstayed their work visas. Yeah, but they're white. <laughs> I know. And they mix right in. You can't tell until they say something. Oh, hello. How you doing there? Let's go to Tim Hortons. 
We've got a maple flagger. There's a maple flagger. (laughs) Maple flagger. (laughs) About about thirty percent of their dialogue consists of pleases, thank yous, and you're welcome. (laughs) Well, they are very polite people. Maple flagger. (laughs) I think we could be a little bit more like Canada. You know, I think we'd be a lot more like Canada, and I think a lot of us would be much happier. Yeah, I think we could stand to be nicer to each other. And uh, the whole legalizing marijuana. I would say that in good. West Virginia, yeah. we already are nicer than Canadians. I would say, yeah, yeah would say probably, that, based though. on based c- comparing West Virginia to Toronto, that's the only place in Canada I've ever been. We absolutely kick their ass. I've never been broken of, down beside the road and and a Canadian come up and help me. But fuck no. multiple times rednecks have come up and helped me change a tire. Or well, we've we discussed this before. As bad as you think people are, you know you. I do think we are better than most of the I've had people. A, I've had a lot of like random fat people like buy me buy me my Gino's pizza or whatever just because I look homeless. I've never had anybody <laughs> come up to me in a plaid shirt and hand me a bottle of maple syrup. It's never happened. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> Not once. Not once. <laughs> bottle of maple syrup. Uh, they use maple syrup as uh, lube down there. They use it as hair gel. It's actually a fuel. They actually have like a Toyota has a, a Canadian vehicle, like a yeah. car that runs on on maple syrup. God, I wish that was true. It's hilarious. Oh, because I want to explain why I was late. Today. Yeah, John was a little bit late today, and as we we talked about before we started recording, anytime John's a little bit late, and I text him asking him when he'll be here, he automatically shows up at the door. It's yeah. it's always between getting out of the door of my truck and walking up the steps to the front door. He he messes. <laughs> it. it's, it's amazing. It's uncanny how, how accurate it is. I knew as soon as I hit send, it was going to happen. But this time I have an excuse. You know, usually it's like, oh, I just slept in or whatever. Yeah, I snooze too long. I snoo- hit the snooze button two times too long. That was not the case. I was on my way early. I was going to be here a half hour early, but and so I'm walking out my door. I'm like I'm like all like yeah. I'm on top of my game today. And I open my front door and I step out, and three ninjas jump off of my rooftop and attack me. That's amazing. A, a red a ninja in a red suit, a ninja in a blue suit, and a ninja in a yellow suit all attack me at the same time on my property. First, that okay. First, they've broken the non-aggression principle by coming onto your when they're tra- property. They're trespassing. Uh, the, now, the red ninja was tall. He was like probably six four, six five, and like really skinny. He had like abnormally long legs. And you got a pretty good reach, but whenever somebody's that big, that tall, what well, is hard to get on the inside? His leg right. reach, though. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was it was awkward. It yeah. was awkward. And he came at me, but he luckily he didn't come at me. He came at me with a sword. Just a straight overhand sword. Well, everybody knows you're good at defending against swords. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I straight up, I straight up, I, I stuffed it. I stuffed it at the hilt. I reached under. I, I checked his oil, and it was a fucking body slam. Boom! Right on like the corner of my steps on the cement. Now then, he was out. Then did you uh, go off the ropes and hit him with the big leg drop? No, because 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 at that point, by that time, the blue ninja was coming at me with oh, a sidekick. Shit. No leg drop for he, you. He had actually already hit me with a sidekick as, as, as I was finishing the move. He caught me with a sidekick, like mm, kind of in the, the ribs, kind of like under the armpit, and I'm kind of still sore from that. I mean, I, I'm probably gonna have. Bruises. At one point, did they become the Megazord? I don't know because 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 this, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. So so blue That's nin- a whole other so thing. blue ninja catches me with a sidekick and I'm like oh and I kind of like you know like kind of like shake my nod at it like yeah you caught me and I mean I immediately step into a, a pivot sidekick like a taekwondo style where your butt's yeah, kind of turned jumping sidekick yeah and I just fucking caught him right on the chin just like okay yeah I can kick too motherfucker that's, see, that's what we call sweet chin music in the biz and, and it was like bam Did you it load was up like, it was like something from a comic book I swear I saw a cloud that said bang on his chin buffo and he, and he grabbed his face and like Zot. flipped backward dramatically like even harder than I kicked him. And I could tell that he wasn't out. Like he was, you know, he was out for the next few seconds, but I didn't knock him out. He was dazed. And by that time, I landed that kick, 
Then the yellow ninja came at me with like a kind of a generic jump in front kick, mm. like a karate kid kick, but he had his guard up. It was good form, but it wasn't anywhere near. It was me. a real commodity. It was like it was like it was like a, <laughs> like a show off kick. It's like he knows he's not going to hit me with it. He's just showing me that he can do it to try to intimidate me. After I just did that to his two buddies, he was yeah. obviously scared of me at that point. So I just fucking I just fucking blitzed him with karate punches. I just straight up just fundamentals. Peacocking. I just blitzed him with karate punches. Just punch, 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 like a machita blitz. Yeah, just and I'm talking thirty punches. In like one or two seconds. Oh yeah, you're definitely. I mean, you, that. you couldn't even see. It was, I mean, it was like, like it was sounding like popcorn popping. Yeah, and and he and he was it's like out, and he was just embarrassed. <laughs> I could tell that he was embarrassed <laughs> by the way he was laying there knocked out. <laughs> Did he cover up his Un- junk before he passed? <laughs> Unconscious and still ashamed. And then and then at that point the the blue ninja that had that had caught me with a sidekick. He was probably the best. Um, was coming back at me, and at that point he was just like, "Okay, we gotta escape," because he was the only one that has wits about him, and he kind of helped his buds out. I ran inside, got to thirty eight, came out. They had already ran. I could see him running off into the woods. Did they throw a smoke bomb? Well, they use they use grap from for some reason they use grappling hooks to go up into the trees, and then they had like a, like a like a system like a oh, crossbow. So this has been planned. I mean, I don't know who's after me. Ugh, this might be an Illuminati thing. There might be a local farmer that doesn't yeah. like your pigs. I mean, the the, the the local farming business has got a lot of money flowing through it that they could be jealous of all the a lot money of, that I'm making. Dark money, yeah, like a lot of money. Like you guys don't even know. Like we're talking three, four dollars an hour on a good season. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know why these fucking ninjas, and I don't know why they were all colorful like that. I was kind of pissed off. You think off they want to hide? Like, yeah. I, you're like, I feel disrespected. I like, yellow, the need to wear. Like, I see the, like blue sometimes. More dulcet tones. So, sometimes <laughs> they wear blue geese, and every now and then you'll see a, a bright red gee, kind of rare. Like, maybe he's special. But yellow? It's, they probably had the, he, he might have been a coal miner. He was wearing his, uh, his reflective striped <laughs> gee. <laughs> So yeah, and so and so and obviously I'm not going to like leave right after that. I hung out for a little bit with a shotgun and I made sure nobody's going to come back because I thought they were trying to steal my sheep. That's what I thought. Well, yeah, because it's it is sheep fucking season. It's beginning of March. Well, That's I'm, the whole thing. That's the whole motivation right there. That might be it. They wanted to fuck your pigs because you have a, a new a brand new sheep, don't you? But probably more now. I didn't go check, but yeah, I had a baby lamb born yesterday. It's awesome. And Did you help deliver it? I mean, I I came. I just came home. From uh, where was I? I was delivering meat. Yeah, you were. And everybody was everything was normal. <laughs> I came home and looked at the barn. Everybody came to eat and was like harassing me like they normally do. And I saw one sheep sitting in the barn by herself. I was like, oh, what's she? Is she, she tangled or something? And I looked a little closer and then I had me and she's like fucking nursing. Hmm. Everything. She already eat, ate the placenta and cleaned Circle her of life. L- licked, licked all the blood and the shit oh, off of her baby and ate, ate her own placenta and let her baby start so nursing. Gross. You know they don't. Uh, a lot of places won't let you have your placenta. That's because they. It's because they take it and use it, and put it, and they put it in a vaccine. Like stem cells and, and stuff. Yeah, they use it for stuff. Yeah, but what if you want to eat your placenta? That's your fucking placenta. Well, yeah. Not. Like, I remember. No, my, it isn't. My tenth, not in the land of the free. It's not. My tenth birthday. Uh, my mom uh, thawed out my, the placenta after I was born, and we ate it for my tenth birthday meal. And it was one of the best goddamn things I've ever had in my life. Fuck yeah. I bet that she was tender. It was delicious. I, I tasted great. <laughs> it was actually you and your mom. I think both yeah. of the DNA was probably in there. Yeah. We know, actually, I think part of the placenta becomes your penis. Oh, yeah. It like, does. like, actually, the physical skin on your penis no is part of your mom's body. No wonder ladies love my body. D so much. It's like part of your mother's body. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's freaky. It is freaky. 
Mother it, Nature's a mad scientist. That's probably why there's like a well, part of the reason why there's like a a natural repulsion towards fucking your mother. Well, your mother maybe because it's like fucking yourself. <laughs> Physically, like literally. What about your father? Is it okay to father fuck fucker? Your, nobody, yeah. nobody ever called me a father fucker before, so I don't know. Mm. That's weird. I've tried that before, and people just look at you weird, like if people are calling each other motherfuckers. I'm like, well, yeah, well, you're a father fucker, and they're just like, oh, dude, that's just that's weird. That's mean. It doesn't like, pack quite. It doesn't quite punch. work. Doesn't no. work. Anyway, that's and that's why I was late. I was 15 minutes late because of that. It's okay. I would have been 30 minutes early. I wasn't even here 30 minutes early, so I got stuck in the line at Tudors. Ninjas? There were ninjas ahead of me in the, in the line at Tudors. Oh, they yeah. seem Wait, rather, it, they seem rather beaten up. Was there a a, a a tall, a really tall, awkwardly tall, long-legged red ninja with two normal-sized ninjas? Do you think the real tall, the- awkward one was Chris Stockwell? No, it wasn't Chris. No, yeah. he was. He wasn't. It wasn't shaped like Chris. Hmm. What if it would have been though? Wouldn't that have been hilarious? Stockwell in a in a. Uh, I mean, I guess it could have been in a, in a ninja suit. Well, I, I've got no frame of reference because I don't know what kind of guy he is. I don't know him. So, um, how can I imagine? He looks like Dwight from The Office, kind of. Okay, or, Mi- mixed with Jim Carrey. Mixed with Jim Carrey. And a little bit of the lead singer of Boston. And he's a professional resophonic guitarist mm. from Birch River. Dick like a hammer, let me tell you. <laughs> the old flesh Zeppelin. <laughs> I don't know if it's more like a hammer or more like a ball and chain. Like it's like wrapped around a leg. It's oppressive. It's not like I don't, I don't want a dick that big. Yeah. I don't know how Stockwell does. How does he drag that thing around? Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. He's going to love that we're talking about him. <laughs> Is he an avid listener? Nope, never heard it, but we're going to tell him. <laughs> no, he actually does listen. I know he, he does now. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, I was thinking there was something. Oh, I'll, I'll get into that when we do favorite things. You want to do favorite things now? Sure. Let's switch it up. Mm-hmm. There we go. We could do like a, like a like a real like edgy like the the end of the show is the beginning of the show. Oh yeah, and I've tried to write songs like that where the chorus is the beginning and the bridge is the middle and the verses are all at the end and it's just like well, <laughs> pretentious. What on a, Well, I was no, I was young and it was yeah. dumb, <laughs> but you can do that. But I wasn't able to at the time. Right. Plus, I'm not very good at writing choruses or bridges. <laughs> My verses are a little shaky. <laughs> the music's not the best. Well, yeah, I'm just not good at this. <laughs> Why did I pick this as my hobby? <sighs> it was supposed to be my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite things, Chuck. You got anything? Any, anything you like? Anything you you love? Anything you jacked off to this week that's new? <laughs> what didn't I jack off? No. Um, I um, I started playing the Spider-Man game. Fuck yeah. It's it's amazing. Like there's there I mean, I, I hate to do that, the amazing Spider Man. <laughs> it's it, well it's uh it's essentially the Batman or Arkham games. Yeah, they're almost they're indistinguishable. Except for they put the, the skin over and there's more quips, more funny stuff. It's more it's, it's probably more, more fun. Well, it's way more fun, more lighthearted. Yeah. I mean it's more colorful. 
you know, not that the Arkham games aren't colorful, but it's at night. It's all at night. And it's and raining. And everybody's it's, dressed in black. Yeah. I mean, Gotham City's a shithole. It is. So, New York is still... Got some light in it. Isn't it amazing? Like how beautiful. Like this. yes, it's swinging on the on the webs is fucking crazy. I mean, it's like you know, it's so relaxing, and you can go, you know, go flying up, and then you throw one, and I mean, it's just I, I don't know. I, I loved it. The story's solid. I love the fact that there um, there is no identification with any other Marvel uh, Spider Man property. I mean, I'm sure they'll have little nods to things in it somewhere, but. Um, Hey, Have you seen the Avengers Tower yet? I haven't. I mean, and the Ghostbusters uh, building is there too. Yeah. So I have to go look for it. But um, I, I, it's just tremendous. And then going the other direction, state of the art game to old school uh, Capcom. I was scrolling through the games the other day, and I bought, I bought a couple. Uh, well, a couple. I've got the Neo, the mini Neo Geo thing. So I was playing Samurai Showdown on it. But then they have Samurai Showdown on the PlayStation Network, so I just bought them. I bought Samurai Showdown 5, which has like... It's a little bit like what John just went through, really. Basically, yes. Only I went through it in real life, and you're just like virtual. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, worse. Yeah, you feel bad. <laughs> it's, uh, there's 40, like 40 or 50 fighters on it. Each have different, you know, it's colorful. It's a Neo Geo game, so it's it's just nice to look at. I shouldn't have bought it. It was only like eight bucks, but it was like eight bucks. I'm like, I'm really, I'm not, I don't play it much, you know. I just kind of bought it to have it. But the other, on the other side of the spectrum, I got the uh, Capcom has these games called beat 'em ups, where you just, we all know at least one. You guys know Final Fight. Mm-hmm. There's that game. Um, there's Knights of the Round, which is possibly my favorite. You get to play as Percival, Arthur, or Lancelot, and uh, it's just walk right, mash buttons. And just endless, endless waves of fucking enemies. It's so much fun. I beat uh, Dynasty, not Dynasty Warriors, Warriors of Fate, which is one of them, which is a bunch of Chinese characters. And you're doing that. And it's a little bit different because it's an early one. Uh, what I like about the later ones is that when you keep doing stuff, you level up and get bigger and your armor gets more fanciful and your weapon looks different. I love that. But I beat that. I beat that first one in like an hour and a half. You know, you just and it's it's another thing is you just keep playing. I beat Final Fight this morning. You know, like I got home at ten and I was done with it by eleven fifteen. You know, really? so yeah, they're, they're, the games aren't long, but it's so much fun. So and you, you get to have a sense of completion without spending days on a game. Absolutely, and you know, weeks. I still haven't sure. finished months. Sometimes months. I mean, I beat. Yeah, it took. Well, if you're not willing to, it's going to take me months to beat Spider-Man. It's going to. It only took me because you can fuck around so much and not right. Do any right. It's a, it's, it's a sandbox game, so you know there's there's that. But then there's you know it, these games are so Japanese. Like it's so there's a lot of and one and one of them is nothing but mechs. You know, it's like giant mechs. It's called Armored Warriors. And there's no way you can play them, and they're quarter pumpers. I mean, they they design them to make money, but it doesn't really matter because um, you can. You, there's at, at some point you're not going to not get hit. I mean, there's no way to beat these games perfect. I, I'm going to look on YouTube and see if there's actually if somebody has beaten any of these games perfectly. If they have, they're not human. They figured out how to beat the game, or they have faster than human reflexes. So, is that turning Japanese? Um. There's that. Um, 
Other than that, yeah, I can tell you what's not my favorite thing, and that's being sick. I've been sick for over a week now. It's really bothered me. It was last Sunday, last time we recorded, you said seemed like you were starting to get sick. Yeah, and I felt fine. Like I had a little, little bit of a sore throat. I went and worked out like that day or the next day or whatever, and was actually had a great workout. It was really strong, but then just. What if you're getting sick? Working out isn't good. Like I know, but it's it's so much a part of my sanity r- uh, routine. Yeah, my sanity routine to just keep me from losing my shit. And um, I mean, I need to start, you know, being more understanding that's going to happen. Even though I hardly ever get sick, this is the first time I've been sick in years. Well, like this, you know, a respiratory thing. So I'll get stomach stuff. That's because all the bullshit I eat. Um, Have you thought about uh, going to like a Med Express and getting an old Z Pack or something? I'll be fine. You know, it's not. It's it's working its way out of its own accord. It's just taking a little bit longer than I want it to. So I might as well just let it run its course. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to work out for the next couple of days and go back. I got two days off coming up. I'm going to clean the entire house. The house is that's another thing too. It's a fucking disgusting wreck. My my car is packed with shit. It's just awful. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in a kind of in a in a rugby scrum right now. I'm trying to fix it. I did a little bit of cleaning here yesterday. Got a little hair up my ass. It's 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 a good feeling when you, you know, because I when I do it, you know, you've been to the house after I've cleaned it. It's immaculate. It's you nice. Know? I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I like candles. I light incense. I do the whole thing. Do laundry. I went there for a hangout night to watch uh, movies and do kratom and eat pizza or whatever there a couple of weeks ago. And he, he had like rose petals sprinkled from the parking where I park all the way. Into K- the- Kissed by a rose was playing. Ooh, this song was in one of the Batman movies. The song. It's like this really good, well written song, but it, it always kind of made me feel kind of awkward. Well, what I didn't like about it is years later, every male singer that thought he was a little bit soulful on American Idol, they would use they would do that song. It just didn't. And they would do like um, they would they, they would try to do like Stevie Wonder song something. Oh, come on, guys, you're white. This isn't you. You think you're going to do it better than they did it? Well, they they, they don't let you do your own songs on American Idol. Well, but I know, but you could pick you could pick a cover where oh, this something that you, something, I might be a better singer than this person. Yeah, maybe. that's true. You're not going to do anything better than Stevie Wonder or Seal. Yeah, doing no. their own song. I don't care for Seal. I never liked him. How dare you, sir? <laughs> you he like, seems like a nice you, fellow. Do you do you do you like the the taste of walrus? <laughs> Elephant Seal. I mean. I need bang for my buck. You know? yeah. I'm trying, to, str- I'm trying bit, to stretch my food dollar. It's a little more mild tasting. <laughs> Elephant seal. <laughs> you know that would just taste like complete shit. It would be awful. Why? I don't know why. Why? I don't know. It just it's just a fucking sea cow. It's just a mammal eh. floating around in the ocean. I don't know. I think it'd be delicious. It might be. I don't know. I wonder what horse tastes like. You've eaten it. I guarantee you've eaten it. Well, horse. McDonald's or whatever. Just like like meatballs from Europe, like I hear horse is pretty good. Yeah, but people talk about how stringy and tough and all that shit. But is. I mean, if it goes into the grind, you know, if it's going into a product, it doesn't. I think take- if you if you slow slow cook pretty much anything, you can and throw a little barbecue. I sauce guarantee. On it. I guarantee. I'll eat a hot coyote. sauce. There's been a little bit of horse and some hot dogs you've had or something. Oh sure, fucking tea it. And I guarantee that if if you had someone came to your house and made you a nice a nice. Uh, a pot roast. roast or something Said oh yeah this is um, Potatoes and beef carrots Or whatever and It's blood It'd be fun You'd be like man This is actually This is fucking You ever had bear? No Bear's pretty good I've heard it's good I heard it's like Eating Black a bear. giant Slab of bacon though Or something It's pretty greasy Which is not 
bad. You know, that's not a that's not a disqualifier. It's pretty delicious. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm going to start hunting bears just with a spear in my heart. <laughs> It's the will to survive. I want to die like Robert Baratheon. I want to <laughs> fucking you, bore. You got to set up a trap for it. Like put like hide behind like a hurdle type thing and have your dogs chase it over the hurdle. And then you pop up with a spear, stab it in midair. In the heart. And then you stand over it victorious and triumphant. And then its baby is like over there. And you're like, oh, God damn it. And then you're like, whew, and throw a spear you, in it. You raise it to hunt other bears. Oh, God. You. You know. And I like this story. <laughs> that could be a writing exercise. I would like to get like a larger bear species to, to hunt smaller ones, just to make them all feel inferior before they die. They kind of do that anyway, because uh, whenever uh, spring comes around and all the babies are born, the uh, older male bears will go around and find all the offspring that they can that aren't theirs and eat them. Well, sure. But I'm talking about a, a larger species, like you get a grizzly to kill a black bear or yeah. a polar bear to kill a grizzly bear. Polar bear's the largest. What, there's but another bear Kodiak Well there's another one That doesn't exist anymore That was just Cave bear A bigger brown monstrous. bear Yeah Yeah And I forget what it's called But like there's like Artist Not artist rendering But like statues Is it the it. size of a woolly mammoth or Yeah something? it's just so insane. It's a cave bear No reason to bring race into it Charles okay. Racist Cave You're just railing against racism You assume that all cave bears Live in caves I mean I would but there's not. It seems pretty I smug. Mean, statistically, statistically, there weren't enough caves caves to house all the cave bears. So some of them must have been sleeping somewhere else. So you're immediately making an assumption about the cave bears that is. So what? I, what should I call them? Uh, generic uh, hole in the ground bears. Me- megalith. You should call them by their Latin name. <laughs> but that, and then and then six months from now, I'll tell you something different that you should call them. Okay, yeah, sure. We're moving the goalposts here. <laughs> Keep moving it. Any uh, favorite things for you this week there, Johnny uh, Appleseed? Uh, <laughs> I'm so um, stupid. I'm so stupid. Any training? Any any good fights you got into? Um, well, other than the ninjas. Well, that wasn't a favorite thing, though. That was more like just survival. But yeah, but don't you feel good about it afterwards? I mean, I'm still, I'm still a little shaken up. I can tell. And I'm a, I'm a little concerned about the next attack. And one is coming. They come in threes. Mm-hmm. But, um, Ninja attacks always come in threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like celebrity deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, really, I don't think I have any favorite things. I can't think of anything. Well, the fights last night. The fights were, yeah, okay, we'll talk about the fights. <laughs> um, yeah, so really weird night of fights. Was it it was weird? weird. It was weird. Tyron Woodley got absolutely fucking you know, like trounced by uh, Kamaru, Kamaru Usman. Usman, the first African champion. Nigerian I mean, nightmare. He, he made him look like an amateur. It was unreal. Clinched him, took him down, punched, punched his body. He set two records. The most strikes landed in the UFC history in a single fight. Because it was a five-round fight. And the most body shots landed in a single fight. We're talking about 200 and some total strikes. It was insane. And 190 body body shots or something. It was a fucking world UFC record. And Woodley didn't have an answer for him. Woodley did nothing the entire fight. And he 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 looked like a world beater every other fight. I think he caught him with one punch or something. You know, one good scary punch. It was nothing. Mm -hmm. He was like tentative. And Woodley's Woodley's was like one of those guys that's like, who's going to beat him? No one can beat him. Right. He's like John Jones or something. Uh, so that was fascinating. There was Robbie Lawler against uh, Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Ben Askren has, uh, he's been, he's undefeated. He's been fighting for a long time. He's an Olympic uh, 
wrestler. And what he usually does is he just takes people down and beats on them for three or four rounds, for five rounds if it's a five-round fight. Mm-hmm. And they just never have a chance to do anything. And last night, here's here's his fight from last night. Pretty much in its entirety. In his first UFC start. Here's where it starts. Time to take down Robbie Lawler. With a fighting spirit. And, and this is amazing. Already has a hold of him. That was a double leg to an arm drag straight to the back. And he's hanging on to him heavy. Robbie Look at this. Look at this. Fucking Death Valley driver. <laughs> now who did this? Robbie Lawler's doing it to Ben Askren right okay. now. And that 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 Robbie Lawler beat the fuck out of him right there. This guy was busted up after the fight. Then they got he got out of it and he got in a wrestling exchange, and he got him in a it's called a bulldog choke. And uh, it was on the chin. It was on, it was on the chin. But at one point, Robbie Lawler's arm just goes limp. But and he, then he was never out. The referee shakes his arm a little bit. The re- the, he brings his arm up, and the referee's like, and he calls for the fight because it did look. We were all screaming, "He's out! He's, well, out, he was, he's right. out!" Well, he was asking him, or, or he's like, "Robbie, are you okay? Are you okay?" And he couldn't talk because he was in the headlock. Oh. But he, he should have given a thumbs he up. Sh- or yeah, you got to give a you got to give some. You got to communicate. Body sure, because he's going to stop the fight. Hurt, yeah. yeah, and um, he stopped the fight, and as soon as he did, Robbie's like. And then <laughs> Herb Dean, it was weird. Like Robbie and Herb Dean immediately started hugging each other. Like they had understood what had happened. And Herb was like, "Fuck, dude, you looked like you were out." Everybody like, I thought you were out. And Robbie's like, "No, I wasn't." They're the just an- like, "Fuck," and they were just smiling. It was yeah. really weird. The announcers thought he was out. We thought he was out. I called my mom. My mom said that he was out. And your mom like, watches. No. She's like, "Mom, I need." <laughs> She's like, "Mom, I need your advice." She's like, "Well, I don't know, Dad. Just sounds like he was out." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like but, to me. Yeah, they just. Uh, uh, there, there should be a rematch because he was fucking lame. Yeah, that was that was lame. <laughs> it was lame. That I sucked. I, 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 I was so excited. I almost don't understand why Herb Dean didn't just say, "Reestablish the position." You can't go once you call it off. It's off. It yeah. sucks. Uh, it really sucks. But I, that's what I was hoping would happen. Anyhow, so that was that was crazy because because Ben Askren, he's been talking so much shit, and it's like, it's like everyone everyone thought he was just going to wrestle. Fuck him. Yeah, and he tried to, and he got slammed. That, was, da, da, da. that is literally a, a pro wrestling move that they use, except for they, they, tr- they try not to land them on their head like that. But uh, and then Johnny Bones Jones, Johnny Bones Jones put on the. I mean, it was boring. I wouldn't say it was well, boring was, for me. It was boring for a casual viewer, it, but he he didn't look like he really wanted it to was, finish him. It was it was disappointing that he didn't get the finish. Yeah. It was it was another OSP fight. Yeah, he just kind of schooled him. He did whatever he wanted to to him, but he just never actually went for a finish. But he's fucking John Jones. Like he he wants to fight four more times this year. I think he I think he wanted to go a full five rounds just to to get conditioning up and get used to that. I think. I don't know. I, I feel like it's hard to tell when John John Bun- <clears throat> when John Jones is being genuine and when he's lying. But he came off to me as like he genuinely wanted to finish, but. For whatever reason, he felt like his strikes should have knocked him out, but didn't. So he mm-hmm. he kind of got tentative because because Anthony Anthony was just taking taking crazy punishment, just crazy punishment. And he's the type that if you if you catch one of his, it'll put you out because he fucking throws hammers too. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to take any risks with this guy, especially if you're John Jones. I mean, he's, he's he was playing he was being defensive while being extremely offensive and beating the fuck out of him. The fights were good though. I mean, I enjoyed them thoroughly. Especially uh, the uh, or one of the early prelims, Diego Sanchez against Mickey Gall. Diego, you know, you've heard at least heard of Diego Sanchez. Yeah, he's he's been, been around forever. He won the first Ultimate Fighter. He's never 
fought anywhere but the UFC since. Jesus. And he's, First Ultimate he's, Fighter, he's a, how long ago? 2005. That? Jesus. And he's a fucking maniac. And this young kid, Mickey Gall, he's the guy that fought CM Punk and put him out two or three years ago. Yeah. Really good fighter. Really good, but he's young. And he, he thought he had uh, Diego at the beginning of the fight, so he just completely threw everything at him and just gassed out. Yeah. And Diego just took him down and wrestle fucked him and beat the shit out of him. Just mounted him and fucking... Yeah, he got full mount was throwing elbows right on his nose. It was God. good. Diego's awesome. He's, he's uh, my favorite Diego memory. Is uh, one time he walked to the octagon with a crucifix in front of him, going, "Yes, yes, yes." Why did he? Yes, do that? I don't know. It sounds like a mantra thing. Like just it like is a power, power, but move. it started the you know Daniel Bryan the yes movement. Yeah, yeah it, that's where he got that from. Really, but then later in the fight, he just gets the fuck beat out of him for. Two and a half rounds He's got his Like they said His face was hanging off of him And then the last 30 seconds Of the fight He beat the fuck out of him And ended up Finishing him I believe I think I remember that It was an insane fight Any good training In this week Any uh, um, stories from training I, I uh, See I learned um, Omoplata Omoplata That's where you uh, Flip your leg over It's exactly like A uh, Kimura Except your leg is involved your, your leg's doing it Yeah Your leg is the pivot point and so it's pretty cool because I'm just working from the guard. It's like you can be, you know, if someone's in my guard, I'm on my back, my legs are around them. And so there's different transitions you can do for that. One I learned was... For the uninitiated, it's missionary position. Yeah, basically, yeah, he's fucking me. Up up the butt, but in missionary. Yeah. <laughs> so you can look into each other's eyes. It's more sensual. Yeah. And I, I kind of have, have to lift the balls and the cock yeah. up to move, make way so he doesn't oh, yeah. crush my balls with the thrusting. Yeah. But Neat. anyway, <laughs> so, and there's this sweep you can do where you, you know, you, you manipulate him and you break his, break him down and grab his leg and you can flip him over and wind up and mount. So I got to do that. But the alternate to that, if he pulls away and you grab his other arm is you can flip him onto his belly and do the, um, the omoplata, which is which is pretty neat. It's like your leg is, my leg is like here, and then you just push his arm this way, and I'm like sitting there, I've like got my leg, and I'm pushing him. Yeah, like that you can break his arm. Oh, neat. But it, it's sweet, sweet ninja moves. And then I on Friday, I was supposed to do MMA sparring, and I showed up on time. And my fucking teammates, some of them, there's only a few of us there, had started early. And uh, and when they got there. Uh, I mean, when I got there, they were already kind of like halfway done with their workout. Yeah. So they just like gave me some sympathy rounds so I could get my workout in. But I got to, I did. We just did boxing mm. with them. I, I have fourteen ounce gloves. I don't know what the other guys had. Probably something similar. And just did some straight boxing. See what he's doing there? Like yeah, I see. Like pretty yeah. like like medium heavy boxing. Like we were we were throwing some heat. You know, so my like my nose was a little sore, but that was fun. It, it was really a challenge for me to to do striking. Without being able to kick, because the whole time I'm thinking I could fucking kick this shit, especially when someone's in boxing mode because you're totally focused on protecting your face. Mm-hmm. They don't protect their body or their legs at all. So I'm sitting there, you know. It was a challenge for me to, to just use my hands and not kick the shit out of them. But it was still fun, and I got my I got you my. You ever do in. kick only sparring like t- like a taekwondo thing? Can you do that? I, I've never done that. I'm sure you could. It might be kind of fun, but then again. I don't know. I see. I was going to say it kind of defeats the purpose of MMA, but I mean, it's sometimes it might just be fun to do that. I don't. Well, know. yeah. I mean, it might it's be a really nice if you want pace. If you just wanted to focus, like I thought, if I ever teach a striking class at the gym, which I could do, I, I would just focus on um, hook kicks. Just karate, karate. Like I would call it karate for MMA, and just focus on 
karate strikes that work for MMA that they don't teach at that gym? Like, like the Hadouken? Like, yeah. like front kick to the solar plexus, like front kick to the face. George like, Dillman. Like a, like a snap kick that, that you don't telegraph instead of – because they all, they, do, they all do Muay Thai kicks where, it's where you step with your foot. You switch. You yeah. see the fucking thing coming from a mile away, but it's powerful. A karate kick, you – you get hit with it. You don't see it until you've been hit with it. If you're good, it's like uh, when um, Machida hit uh, Randy Couture with that front kick. He didn't really telegraph it. He just hit him with the front kick. No, and yeah, him out. you don't. You don't change your stance. You just bring it straight up and whack. It's not as powerful as a stepping, you know, lunging kick. But um, that the point is, is that you you kick them and you pull it back so they. And if you're facing a wrestle, you can you snap it back you, you you know you chamber it and then you bring it back so that they can't grab it and take you down so there's a lot of advantages to it i'm not saying it's better or worse but it's something you should have in your arsenal as a kicker is to be able to not only have a power kick but to have a snappy mm. a fast kick that's more like a jab right but with your foot um but yeah it was a good it was a good training week all together i got i got some good work in monday i did st- striking and no gi jiu-jitsu. So Mondays are like heavy days for me. I do like I wind up doing like three hours of work. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was thinking this the other day. Are there still any can you wear a gi in MMA anymore? No. No, I didn't think so. Because I know that uh what's his name? Uh Hoist Gracie yeah. used it too. A lot of people wore gis back then. They wore shoes. <laughs> I mean you'd be I just, like it'd be like walking out there with a rope and be like do 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 All right. You know what I mean? I can you can just you literally use the fabric to right. choke them. I just I mean, I've been watching, of course, one of my um, favorite things, again, is like all the martial arts frauds videos. I watched the entire Frank Dukes thing. <laughs> I watched uh, George Dillman, who's this fucking no-touch knockout guy. I mean, it's amazing. It's so so much fraud, you know, involved. Here, in, here's a good one. <laughs> but this is actually a thing, you know. I think this is aerobics, and they're just... Super fast, intermediate-range weapon. I think this is like aerobics, but they're just incorporating kicks and stuff into yeah. it. Yeah, side kick gives us. Look at that kick. <laughs> McDojo life is something you would enjoy on Facebook and Twitter. McDojo life. McDojo life. It's uh, it shows like. Because there are McDojo. A McDojo is like a fraud dojo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bullshito, like that one, like, like Rex Quando. <laughs> yeah, and it'll it'll have like fat instructors doing stuff. Yeah. It's it's sort of There's like somebody that does the touch of death, and he's like yeah. got he's got the guys. Yeah, yeah, it's like Benny Hinn or something, <laughs> but karate. <laughs> <laughs> Benny yeah. Hinn, but karate. That's yeah, if you it. like the fake uh, martial arts stuff or the people with over inflated confidence, you'll probably like that. I love that shit. I mean, it's it's so entertaining. Speaking of entertaining, my favorite thing this week, well, Rogan had a couple of bangers. He had Dr. Phil and Alex Jones. Did he have them all together? No, but I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a, that cool bit. Yeah. Where they, they mashed, did they, a mashup. I might try to find that. They, um, they mashed up. Uh, it, it was like... Dr. Phil was interviewing Alex Jones. Yeah. And they the people that put that shit together, especially on three day in three days, that's fucking amazing. That's a lot of work. Yeah. But Alex Jones was in rare form on the Rogan podcast. He was drunk. He was smoking that picture I put up for it's our profile picture. That was him after taking a hit of weed. He wasn't like Elon Musk. He hit that weed. Was he yeah. drinking? He was drinking vodka. No, he no, he, he was tobacco. <laughs> that's what they said. That was weed. Oh, is that a cover up? You got any more of that tobacco there, Joe? 
Oh yeah, of course, Alex. I have this tobacco. Yeah. Oh, I thought <laughs> he was trying to cover up through smoking weed. But I, it was I, a I, wink I and totally, a nod. I totally like didn't get the the oh yeah the subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he said, he, Rogan said, you want some of this, Alex? Oh, no, no, no. He's like, well, I got one over here that's just tobacco. And, oh, yeah, I'll take that. And R- Rogan puts it down and, and hands him the exact same yeah. like, that's lit still. <laughs> but um, f- four hours and 40 minutes long, this podcast was. They talked about how they were fighting a little bit, how they're, they're um, a little few. What did Alex Jones say about that? He said he was just getting bad information. He apologized for not just for not calling Joe about it, and and uh, I don't know. It was dumb. <laughs> Alex just goes off the deep end, man. Yeah, he does. He's the most entertaining person in the world. <laughs> but I mean, he talked about some stuff that that's real, probably. Um, he and some other like alien stuff. He he rarely gets into aliens, but it's. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to believe. But I was just extremely entertained by the whole thing. Well, sure, it was good. It was fun. I'm not saying that Alex Jones isn't entertaining. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. But he's just. Well, he also he also is ahead of the game on a lot of certain things. He's right about certain things, and he's and he's and he's usually the first one to to call out certain things. Like he's, you know, what I mean. I just there's certain, there's certain conspiracies that wind up being true. Well, that the, Alex has been first. The on. NSA, he in like 2001, he was talking about it. Well, I mean, knew he was then. The stuff that that gets me with the uh, Obama and Hillary smelling like sulfur and their demons and shit. Well, that's that's hyperbolic. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's hyperbolic. It's it's no worse than anything. Else. But he he does go overboard, which is part of part of why he's so entertaining but you get to learn more about like why he is the way he is like the way he was raised yeah uh, we've talked about this a lot um sam kennison was hit by a car when he was a kid and that changed him mm-hmm. roseanne was hit by a car and that changed him alex jones had a massive head injury when he was a kid really and that he got pile drived or something he got pile drive when onto he was concrete a kid. Like, on the concrete like a corner concrete. and then he has to <laughs> He's like, he piled me right on my head, and I was out for a second. Then I got up, and he's state champion wrestler, Texas. So I went on the, the Olympics, I believe. And I got up, and I punched him in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to embellish it a little bit. Well, that when I was a kid, I've got a lot of spinal issues and stuff that I'm just, you know, uh, now that I'm getting older and slowing down, I, I'm starting to feel a little bit more. I fell on my, on my head. When I was a kid, like in the basement on concrete, like I mean, really messed me up, you know. Yeah, and uh, I got dunked on my head a few times by my brother because mm-hmm. we would wrestle. Yeah, like we would try to do wrestling, wrestling, pro wrestling, and um, he would pile drive me and stuff. But I never really got like hurt, hurt. Right, but well, I but would. you don't know though because yeah, it's true. There's there's this guy I, I can't remember his name. I think it's called What I Learned from 10 Million Brain Scans or something like that. It's, there's a TED. It's not. It's a TEDx talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like a really good, you know, doctor, scientist guy. He's like, you know, we're, we're diagnosing people with all these diseases, mental, psychological issues, and, and do- doling out all these drugs, these SSRIs or whatever the hell they are, which he's not against. But he's like, we're not even it'd be like it'd be like trying to trying to do surgery on a broken bone without doing an X-ray. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are we not looking at doing brain scans and looking at the brain? So he's like found out like, oh, this person's like people have like chronic problems and they've never figured out what was wrong. They've been like mentally sick for Scanned the brain one time and looked at it and said, oh, you've got, you actually have a physiological damage. Like you have a tumor. Yeah. Or you have 
uh, your brain was damaged. Like you had a head injury and we need to approach this totally differently from how we've been approaching it. And like a lot of people, it's like the football player thing or like, like Matt Hughes or, or OJ Simpson. It's like, if you get it, sometimes it's just one head injury. Like when you're a kid can make you fucking chronically depressed for the rest of your life. Jesus. And sometimes getting another head injury can fix it. You know, like (laughs) oddly, but, but if you don't diagnose the problem, if you don't diagnose what the injury is, like why is your brain not working right? How can you possibly treat it? And that, that was his whole thing. And it was, it's like mind blowing. Dave Foley from kids in the hall was on Rogan this week. And, um, he was talking about how he used to drink all the time. He was getting drunk all the time, drinking, drinking, drinking. At one time he was shit hammered and he was walking up his steps and he fell and hit his head and had a massive concussion and he never felt the need to drink again. He still hasn't felt the need to drink. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Yeah. And I believe Dave Foley. I don't think Dave Foley's a yeah, liar. The, yeah. There's nothing. He has no stake in lying. Yeah. So part of my interest in MMA is that I'm hoping someone will fucking <laughs> clock me and I'll be normal. <laughs> no, but so Alex Jones, I was going to tell you, Chucky, um, it's like, you know, the the kind of back and forth we've had about Alex Jones where you're, you know, angry about the Sandy Hook and everything. And I'm like, well, and I'm kind of sympathizing. He said a lot of the same things that I was saying to stand up for him. It's like, look, when Sandy Hook happened, there were 10,000 other voices saying the same shit, you know, mm-hmm. saying conspiracy, saying, saying sure. it was fake. And Alex was just one of them. And then somebody goes and does something fucked up, and they pin it on you know they well, literally because, pin it on just him because they follow Alex Jones on Twitter or they watch. Yeah, and Joe movie. Rogan was saying the same too. It's like you're getting blamed for stuff that where you were just saying the same shit that a whole host of other people were, right. but they're making a sca- they're kind of scapegoat. It's like you. if somebody listens to this show and goes out and starts calling everybody squibs, like we, we, <laughs> well, we that, that is control. kind of our fault though. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, but we didn't tell them to do anything. We're just being dipshits. It, it'd be, you hear that, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin, you it'd be, faggot. It'd be more like if we used the N-word on the show and somebody else went and used the N-word and then sure. they blamed us, you know, because we didn't come up with that, you know. We're not the only person using that word, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Alex, it was it was fun. The Dr. Phil one was a lot of fun. Like, I don't like his show, but I think I like him. Sure. He uh, talked about how everything's overprescribed now as far as, uh, like, SSRIs. He said they want you on them for life. And uh, I don't think that's right. Like he was, and he was very cool and funny. Um, he's got to be. I mean, he's got personality out the way. You don't have. He's a, he's a, you a don't have a TV show without being personality. He's a professional, have a, a professional entertainer. Right. That's what he is. He's not a doctor. He is a doctor. In real life, he is a doctor. He has a. He has a. Yeah. A PhD. Yeah, he is a, a doctor in medicine. Yeah. Or maybe psychology or something like that. But it, I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah. so. When did he get his degree? Probably in the seventies. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a real doctor. I I didn't believe it either, but he sure doesn't seem like he's intelligent <laughs> enough to be a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I don't like. It. I didn't. I didn't watch that. Sh- I watched like you should watch it. It's I right. watched five or ten minutes of it, good. and I was like, I, I liked it. Um, I liked the Dave Foley one. Um, what else happened? Uh, I can't really think of anything good. But um, shit, I've lost my train of thought. This happens sometimes. I'm looking for this. See what is uh oh, there's this alma mater. This might be the uh, Midwestern University of North Texas. This might be the moment of the show. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. (laughs) In that. <laughs> Let's see, he's got a BA in psychology. 
He earned his MA in uh, experimental psychology and PhD in clinical psychology from the University of North Texas. I don't believe it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You want a degree? I can make you a degree. I can find you a degree. I can make some shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Voila. I printed the thing out and put your name on it, and then I said you have the degree. No. Does anybody have any degrees? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if I do. Let's dig into it. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, it was Ric Flair's birthday this week. I heard about that. He had a big birthday party. They had a big birthday party celebration on the on the on Raw, and a whole bunch of shit was happening. They were and Triple H was in the ring trying to introduce him, and they showed backstage. And Batista is dragging Ric Flair. He just went and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so there's going to be an angle between Batista and Triple H for WrestleMania. That's awesome. That is pretty cool because Batista's like super famous. He's like a great actor. Yeah, he really, he really is. He does really well. I was looking for another thing on here. Is uh, apparently you can take games now and mod them and, and do anything you want to do. Yeah, you can do on computer games, people are modding stuff, but we don't get that on our the system games. No, uh, they've been doing a Resident Evil 2. Really? Yeah. Cool. They did one where uh, they replaced Mr. X, which is this giant fucking dude who chases you around the fucking... Uh, it's, it's very unnerving, actually, because you can hear him coming. Like, you can hear his footsteps in other parts of the, of the building. It's very fucking unnerving. Really? But... They did one where every time he shows up, see, there's a theme that shows up that plays every time you, it's like this music that's supposed to make you a little bit more nervous. They replaced it with, um, X going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> when he opens the door and he's standing there, X going to give it to you. And then you have to run from him. Uh, they've replaced him with, uh, Nemesis, which is a, um, from Resident Evil 3, which is this giant thing that says stars and you can hear it coming and stuff. But then one of the most entertaining when they replaced it with Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> and the door opening he's like he'll come down the stairs and shit. It's just uh game is great. It's a really great game. Um um uh Captain Marvel comes out this week. Yes. I think there there's going to be a Thursday showing probably. I'm off Thursday. You want to go? Yes. Fucking Is right that on. the one where the where the woman? Yeah. Yeah. Brie Larson. Originally was a man character, but they're doing her as a woman. She's been a woman for quite a while. Well, now. it was it was Miss Marvel. It was uh, it was Warbird. It was uh, Miss Marvel was kind of like um, they fused a couple storylines. Like at first, she was kind of like a mutant, I guess, and then um, then they turned her into the beneficiary of because uh, there was a Captain Marvel. Both comic book companies had a Captain Marvel at yeah. one point. Captain Marvel for DC is Shazam. Did they just turn him into Shazam because they didn't want to have... Actually, he was more popular than Superman at one point. Really? DC bought him, though. DC bought him out. And we're going to just kill the character. They said, it's a great character. Why kill him? They just brought him in the continuity. I believe that movie comes out next month. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it, I guess. Oh, even though I don't, even though I don't want to see Aquaman or any of that shit. I want to see Aquaman. I hear it's good. I don't, I don't know, man. It just doesn't interest me. Jason Momoa. Oh, God. <laughs> there's, that. Yeah, there's that bullshit, too. But anyway... Um, He's good looking. Yeah, he is. He's I mean, got class, and he's and he's like charismatic and everything. He's April fifth. Nothing, not, nothing not to like about the guy. Maybe he should run for president. <laughs> well, can't be worse than the guy we already have. Um, oh, I think I think you could. I think you could do worse than than, than Orange Man. But, but Orange Man bad. I, 
Orange Man bad. That's so terrible. No, but seriously, uh, I mean, you know, there's plenty of examples of people worse than Donald Trump. Oh, sure. I mean, as human beings, but... I mean, I he's mean, not... He's not... He's not Ted He's Bundy. not trying to genocide people, you know? Yet. Yet. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I don't I don't necessarily think he'd be capable of that. His political enemies, yes, he's definitely... He's definitely capable of a Pol Pot situation, where you don't kill people... Uh, according to their race, you kill them because of their pol- political affiliations. He's definitely capable of that. He that would he, do it. He would do it if they if 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 he could get away with it. Jesus, you you actually think that he is a mass murderer? Like in his heart, I, do I think that he could be a mass murderer? Yes, I think. He I could. think he's um, his ego is so fragile that if he had the power to be able to have people that speak ill of him or report things negatively about him. If he had that ability, I think he would use it. Yeah. Now, I think a lot of people would, though. Sure, I guess. Like, I don't think Obama would. Uh, like Dick Cheney, I can see him being like yeah. that. Um, George W. I don't think he's no. like that. Mm-mm. But I think if somebody, if Dick Cheney told him to, <laughs> yeah. he would. All right, there, Dick. Well, fuck. Uh, half the people you just mentioned actually did genocide people. They just did it in the form of bombing other countries. Oh, oh yeah, not, I don't know. But as far as like systematic matter, like in a openly like putting them in concentration camps, right? Um, stuff like that. I what was I going to say Shazam. Um, oh yeah. Um, but anyway, on, um, um, so they had Captain Marvel in uh, in in the Marvel universe. And he was Captain Marvel. He was a Kree warrior. He fought the Skrulls, which are this other alien race, which they did bring into. It is going to be a, a uh, an angle in the movie. Uh, and he died. Like he got he, he used these power bands. He got cancer from it. So um, they actually had a whole uh, story about that the, the the death of Captain Marvel, which is one of the finest comic book stories ever written. I mean, it's. It's just It's so great uh, Jim Starlin did it Jim Starlin's a legend Who actually parted with Marvel Under bad circumstances But um, Apparently Stan Lee Can be kind of a prick But uh, So They kind of Switched it And then they It was Captain Marvel again And then they made him Into some kind of Cosmic being And you know And now They just decided to And then it became a woman Captain Marvel was a woman it was Ms. Marvel, and then you know, it, it's just it's it's convoluted, but I think it's going to work, and I'm all for it. You know, I've not seen a bad Marvel movie yet. I highly doubt I'm going to see a bad Marvel movie. Too much yeah. at stake. I've uh, way too much at stake. I was hesitant. Like, I think it was 2011 when I started watching them. I was real hesitant because I didn't, I didn't want to get in. Like, I, I was never a comic book guy. Batman and Superman were the dudes I liked, and sure. And I continued to like them. They're part. Of, they were so part of pop culture, you know. But Marvel, I, not so much. I started the uh, the Iron Man movies, and they were God, fucking they're so awesome. fucking good. They're, they're still good. I watched Iron Man one the other day. It it holds up. It's great. Some of the technology looks dated now, though, like the phones and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's no smartphones. There's no, you know, now of course none of his technology because that shit we still can't do. Although they're starting to do it, like the holograms and stuff, they're starting to do that. So, yeah, and the the those they're the making Iron, mechs. The yeah. Iron Man suit is going to be real. Someday. Oh, definitely. They're they're making mechs and stuff like they that. They already so. have like big big mech suits mm-hmm. like, that they put soldiers in or whoever in. Right. But eventually they will be able to fly around, and, and we will have eventually have robots and stuff like that. Right. They have a robot now that can do parkour. Insane. 
It's disturbing. I mean, if you can have a mech that's operated by a person inside the suit, you could just have the suit be a drone. Yeah, just that's essentially it. essentially yeah. what's going to be. Why man it if you can? Yeah, then you can really destroy shit without killing people without killing your own man. Right. I'm trying to find you. You said parkour, and there was a, a video from this week that yep. I shared. Just got to find it. What are we doing? But it was it's a video from Russia. I want to say thank you to John Will Shatter for making his these awesome PFR Charlie Zelenoff. Yeah, he was listening. <laughs> we did and, and they and they fucking lived up to every expectation. It's, it's, I, had. I mean, it is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that is so amazing. Charlie Zelenoff, <laughs> fucking bird chest ass motherfucker. I feel like Charlie Zelenoff sometimes. How so? How did? Why would you compare yourself to Charlie Z? Yeah, I mean, you're not odd. that good. I mean, the greatest of all time. And you're good. <laughs> the G to the oat. No, like sometimes he he'll switch. Well, often he switches midstream about things he doesn't doesn't commit. I do that a lot. So, but probably a lot of people do that. That's just yeah. I mean, like I'm it's, considering altering my training. Like at one point, I did arm wrestling training. I really liked it. Like, but you have to just the way things go. What the hell? Oh. This is MMA. In a, in like an obstacle course. Look at that yeah, fucking double leg. That, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like team MMA. I think it's like two on two, and it's like King of the Hill. You have to get up on different. I think you have different objectives. Damn it! It's so fucking crazy. Um, and it can be two two people beating the fuck out of one guy, and then his teammate comes and bashes him. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah, it's Russian, I, I assume. Oh, yeah. um, but anyway, I. I was going to alter my training from just pure powerlifting to doing arm wrestling training. And I did it at one point. I really liked it. Um, but for my my whole life, my whole life I've been chasing a big bench press. I've never really had one. Like I've, I've been, it's been big by other by other people's standards but sure. not by you know, true competitive standards. Like you have to bench press at least 400 pounds to be if you're like uh, in a uh, powerlifting meet, you got three lifts, right? Right. Bench squat deadlift. Yeah. And then they add them all up, and whoever has the highest gets a trophy or a medal or a pat on the back. I don't know. But I can't be the – see, the, and it's a selfish reason. I can't be the best at that. I just can't. I don't have the genetic tools. But for one, for some reason, my arms and my hands have always been stupid strong. Like, when I shake anybody's hand almost, I can – Crush it! You know, I, I mean? had to go to the hospital the first time I met Chuck <laughs> because he shook my hand. You the same way he did to my dong. Ooh. Ooh, there's still fingerprints in it. Rip it clean off. Um, Think water balloon got too full. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna, uh, and I started training. I liked it. You know, I, I quit doing because again, I wanted to get that bench press. What exactly maybe, is arm wrestling? Training. Like, it's a lot of pull-ups. It's a lot of uh, bicep and and forearm focused stuff. So your arms get really fucking big. You know what I mean? Probably a lot of core work too, right? It can be because yeah. you need that base to and shoulders. You got to work your shoulders. Your and, you know, but it is a lot of just your arms have to be big too to give you some stability. Mm-hmm. So you know that's one of the reasons I got into. I, I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger's arms. And I said I want arms like that. So I started working out. You know, when in, a, in the basement as a kid, not knowing what I was doing, working out every day doing curls. So that laid such a fucking foundation of strength. I wasn't getting any bigger, but my arms got really strong. So I built that foundation when I was young. I can build on that. And I could actually be, I could probably actually be a decent arm wrestler. You know what I mean? And for around here, arm wrestling, just random person. 
there's very few people in my life that I've arm wrestled that I can't beat. You know, so I, I, I arm wrestled a huge guy down at, and I wasn't even very big at this point, down in Charleston one time years ago. Arm wrestled everybody in the room and beat everybody in the room. You know, and I've never trained for it or any of that stuff. And um, you're just I, like a, a gorilla, a vanilla gorilla. <laughs> well, and, you know, I just, I want to be really distinguished at something, like have, you know, be the best at something. So, I'm not going to quit bench pressing or any of that stuff, but I, I. And another thing, it's hurt my shoulders. My shoulders always hurt, always. So maybe I should just call it a day with that. And well, I mean, know. don't stop doing it. Well, no, I'm not going to stop trying to bench press, but stop trying to be amazing at it, man. right? Or, or just, or just reduce the weight, reduce the impact. I could do more bodybuilding style stuff with do, it. Do I some, mean, do a little bit of higher rep, lower weight, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know, or even do. Uh, hammer strength machines and stuff They're really good actually Yeah But uh, you know I just thought about changing it And then I and then I get on to myself Well you said you were going to do this and You're going to commit I was like wait a second Well does that mean I have to stick to something That I'm not feeling You know what I mean And sometimes that yes But I, I know I did this At one point I really liked it I don't even know why I remember I don't remember why I quit Yeah I did Like I said Because I wanted to have a big bench press And if, if you want to do one thing You're going to sacrifice another thing So I was doing so much Pull you know, like one arm rows, bent over rows, pull ups, curls, all that stuff. And, you know, I used to get in a valley, and there's big bench pressers down there, but none of them could touch what I could do, like with a row. Like I'd grab a 120 pound dumbbell and rep it. No problem. You know, so uh, some of them couldn't even, you know, pick it up and do it once. Yeah. So I'm sitting there thinking, why don't I just do stick to what I was good at, you know, and, and get really great at it? I mean, let's say that's the secret in life: find something you're good at and build on that, and do, and become great at it. But so, is this this isn't something you're like you have a a goal of competing at maybe publicly, or, or is more just for personal proving it's, it it's, to yourself? It's for personal first, of course. But if I thought I was good enough at it, yeah, I would compete. Why not? You know. Yeah. But is is that? That's not a necessary component no, of your goal. Though. It isn't. Have you seen the combat arm wrestling? I think there's something like that. Let me look. I think that's what it's called. All right. See. You got these dudes arm wrestling. Take the most punishment. They may talk that Are we got a whole thing? Intense three minutes in all of professional sport. Okay, here we go, folks. This one's about ready to start. They start fucking slugging each other. <laughs> He's got an arm bar on. Chunking down the size and eight. Isn't that fucking insane? It is. Is this satire? No, this is real. <laughs> it's like a Texas bull rope match. Man, we gotta try that at the gym. <laughs> this had to be something on like FX or something yeah. back in the early 2000s. So there, are their hands um, They're tethered? Tethered together. Which can lead to some weird arm injuries, I would imagine. Oh, sure. Fuck yeah. It just seems silly. I'm sorry. It does. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> It's absolutely fucking insane. They need to bring back uh, Western European martial arts, as in 
uh, jousting, and I know, I, know, I know they do it, but why isn't it bigger than it is? Fencing, sword fighting. Seems like oh, we should be taught that in schools. They used to. <laughs> I mean, they used to teach fencing like was a thing. I'm sure. Oh somewhere. yeah. Oh, I'm, talk- I'm talking about a real school like in West Virginia. Like not, a public not one, school, not one of those fantasy like big public schools that have all kinds of funding. I'm yeah. talking about a real school, like a Fayette County school. <laughs> yeah, there's where we don't have roofs on stuff. We could teach. We could where totally we, have, where we, we totally don't have ha- kitchens. We could totally have a sword fighting class though. Sure. Yeah, we could totally train train. Start out with sticks or something. Even I mean, hell, I had teachers that 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 didn't even know the subjects that they were teaching. In fact, most of my teachers didn't know the subjects they were teaching. I could teach a sword fighting class. <laughs> Pay me, pay me fifteen dollars an hour. I'll do a sword, a sword fighting class for public schools. I don't have no fucking idea what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm going to pretend like I do, and I'm going to teach it to kids. I just want to see the different kinds of swords you could use. You could use a broadsword, which is essentially an edged hammer. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> or or like one of those, like like a, a really lightweight, skinny like toothpick ra- ra- kind of sword. Yeah, rapier. I, I, for some reason, reading all this fantasy, I know most of the weapons. <laughs> like broadsword. What's your favorite? What would I use, or what's my favorite? Hey, well, do both. I think I already asked him this question. Yeah, let's do it again. A couple months ago. Uh, the, well, the best is the katana. I mean, it's it's been demonstrated that it's, it's light. It's, it's probably the best weapon. It can't get through plate. Good thing you can't really stab with it very well. That's what I was thinking. Well, it does have a point, but you it, you can't get through plate. But not like a long sword. No, a long sword is great, but it doesn't have a lot of... It's more of a, a skill weapon. A broadsword is, like I said, an edged hammer. That's all it fucking is, to to hammer you out of your fucking armor. Uh, bastard sword, which is uh, extremely long and and uh, a hand across. A rapier, which is you know a giant needle. You're poking yeah. somebody with a bravo sword, which is an even smaller. Arya Stark has a bravo sword. The needle is a bravo sword. Um, that's starting next month. I'm excited. I know. Jon Snow wields a bastard sword. Like, long claws a bastard sword. Because he's a bastard. Well, that's actually a joke in the book. Yeah. You know, he said, you know, it's a bastard sword for a bastard. Ha ha. Ha ha. So a bastard sword is kind of like a two-hander, one or two-hander? It is a two-hander. Yeah. Um, Claymore, which is even a larger two-handed sword. That's like that's like a... William Wallace Wheeler. Yeah, that's, that's a Scottish like Braveheart. Thing. That's a there's Braveheart sword. A, there's a Scottish pro wrestler guy that his finishing move is a Claymore. Right. Um, the Gladius... Which is uh, the classic Roman short sword? Gladius, I know a lot about fucking swords. I, I've never it really doesn't really have much wrist protection on it. It though. doesn't, but it's a thrusting weapon. It's meant to go through your face. Actually, oh Jesus! Yeah, glad, gladiatorial weapons. That's, that's for you have a shield with one hand, and then you're just literally trying to reach around your shield and stab the motherfucker. Yes. Uh, then you have uh, a great sword, which is an even larger. Some of these swords are ridiculously large, you know, and unwieldy, but they're 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 for giant melee combat battlefields. If you hit somebody with this, sure, gonna fuck some shit. They're up. going down, right? And then you have all manner of you have a dirk, which is just a giant. It was just a, just a big knife, um, a short sword, which is different than a gladius because it does have a cross guard on it. Um, <laughs> Like I said, the katana, the Chinese broadsword. Then you have all manner of pole arms, the halberd. Cutlass, you got the, the pirate the sword. Cut, yeah, I forgot about the cutlass. Cutlass has a thing to protect your hand. and it would make Scimitar. Scimitar. Nun, Scimitar's nun a good one. <laughs> Actually, all those weapons, that, a lot of the weapons that 
are wielded in feudal Japan were wielded by farmers who taught themselves to fight. To Nunchucks were for threshing, and the size like Raphael has was harvesting. Like you use it to, it's literally a tool you use to harvest grain with. And they had to protect themselves from uh, knights who were just out of control because samurais are just knights or knight class, and they would do whatever the fuck they wanted as armed people are want to do against peasants. You know, there's. Akira Kurosawa made a, a, a career out of that, making movies about peasants who were trying to fight back against a spoiled, aggressive, shitty class of people. You know, knights are like that. Well, they think one of the reasons the, the, Crus- the Crusades were started is to get them fuckers out of fucking England. Just get them the fuck out of here. They're abusing everybody. They, they, they're, they're, you know... They do whatever the fuck they want. They, you know, they're armed. They're in giant, pla- giant suits of armor with giant weapons. What can a peasant do? They're allowed to eat meat. We're not allowed to eat meat. You know what I mean? See what I'm saying? You have all these groups of people. They, the knights were even taking over from the lords, so they had to get all this energy out. So, well, here's what you do: turn against the Muslims and send them out there. <laughs> so that's what they did. Um, you know, it, every culture has the weapons are adapted to. You know, the sword is, is, is different. The sword has no practical purpose except to kill another human being. That's it. You can't really, th- you, you can use it to hunt with, but it's not effective. Um, some catch of the bear slipping or something. It's not very good for cutting down trees. No, it's just going to blunt the blunt the damn thing. You can't butter your bread it's with okay it. It's okay for brush work. Yeah, it'd be okay with sure. like a, small things. But then like you a had a machete. Like a, machete. With, a machete's best for that. I don't know. I mean, I would so, think. sword would be more powerful, more weight. Machetes are always so cheap. Yeah, yeah, every machete I've ever wielded has been garbage. It'd be nice to have a really good blade. The handle's that. all rattly. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you uh, like you have the, the Native Americans did not have swords. They they're have, one, of the, one of the few cultures to not have. They a didn't sword have at all. steel until we showed up, and then it was so precious. They, I don't even know. I, I had heard something that that's not exactly true. They didn't. Um, they did, it wasn't widely used. Right. Put it that way. Well, they didn't have a smelting process. Yeah. So I, I would guess that. I don't know. I, I mean, we know so little about their culture because so much is wiped out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's so much history gone that, you know. I that mean, they most of even, it was gone by, you know, the 1500s. Sure. Before we even really started. Because the Vikings. Well, just. I, the Vikings, actually, they think well, we're peacefully coexisting with the Native Americans. And we large part. Vikings rarely ever did anything peacefully. That's not, that's not actually yeah, so. Yeah, I know nothing about it. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> the Vikings were a, were a warlike people because they're, the place that they, their residence is so stark and barren. You know, so, yeah, they would go and conquer other people because they're starving. You know, essentially, they would go and conquer others and, and you know. They're pirates. In, in large part, they can go up rivers. Like the the, the longboat, the Viking longboat is a truly versatile craft. Like it can go on the ocean, and it can go up. It can go up shallow rivers, even some larger streams. So you can't escape them. Like they're, you know, they used to say when the dragon prowl would come, it was like, oh shit, what are we going to do now? You know. So they by the end, just to take the fun out of it, they would stack all the shit at the end of town and say, just fucking take it, and leave us alone. <laughs> so just give offerings. Yeah, but, yes. That's, and that Chucky, it was the beginning of the state. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Well, please tax us, tax us more. Please take more. It's just like they're with the Romans. Just con- kill us. conquer us, please, so we can have your roads and your, you know, all that stuff. I mean, there were there were. Countries who deliberately attacked Rome, who knew they were going to lose, said they would become Roman citizens. That actually happened. Um, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
But, um, you know, like all these cultures have all these amazing weapons. The Chinese have a lot of cool weapons. You know, they, they had a a knight class, too. Almost every culture has a knight class, and they're usually horsemen. It's what sets them apart. Well, how many horsemen do you think? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Flair, <laughs> Tully. Arn, <laughs> Arn, and Oli. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'd be our Oli Anderson. I, I think I probably would. I would scold. <laughs> I feel like John would be our Ric Flair. Yeah, because he's got the hair. He's definitely the Arn. Oh, I'm definitely. We, we would Arn. be the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Oh yeah. Even though you're from Tennessee and I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arn Anderson's from Georgia if he's from fucking anywhere. <laughs> yeah. He's from Georgia if he's from a state at all. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, writing fantasy, you want to. You know, you have to get a weapon that matches the person. It's it, even in high fantasy like Game of Thrones. It, there is no question in my mind that fucking Robert Baratheon was going to wield a warhammer that only he could fucking pick up. I think I'd be a warhammer type. Probably player. would. Yeah. I think I'd probably be a. I don't know what I'd be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, shield, I see you with a shield and a short sword. Just mm. being real real powerful and technical. Well, like that a could Roman, be. Like that a Roman could, soldier. Oh, yeah, that could be. Um, sometimes, you, sometimes you start out with a spear, but you sacrifice it quickly and go for the sword. See, that's, that's the, the, the Spartans never, were f- Never that. seen him as a spear guy, really. Well, it's the thing that's deceptive, but he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't, it's not his go-to, but he'll start the battle out with that, kill the guys far off. It. It's it's sort of like uh, soften them up, like a say. like yeah. a right-handed fighter will sometimes fight in a left-handed stance, so they have and the power switch forward. Yeah, like in Rocky Three. Yeah, I would always consider myself like a not a long sword. That's a little bit too much. I'm not getting anything technical. There's going to be be into some brute force behind it in some way. So a broadsword, maybe. Um, maybe a mace, maybe a warhammer. Maces you know, are those, those are pretty brutal. Morning star, that's technical though. If you mess with the morning star, you're fucked. You ever seen anybody work out with those, those maces? Oh yeah, it's really cool. At, uh, there was a wrestling show at the Watt Pal Park. Me and my brother went to my dead brother. Remember the Dead Brothers Club? So, but um. The uh, Iron Sheik would always get in the in the ring beforehand and do like a demonstration of him working out with the mace. Yeah, he's really good with it too. Yeah, and he's like a thousand years old. Even then, he was yeah. probably in his early sixties. Yeah, because this was nineteen ninety nine, I think. But, uh, King Kong Bundy was there too. Lots of motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Boogie Woogie Man Jimmy Valiant was there. <laughs> but oh, yeah, it was the it was amazing woogie. how he like that's. If you've seen him back then, his shoulders were just so jacked. Yeah. Those fucking maces are fucking insane. Well, it's like anybody swings a sledgehammer or an axe. Or like splitting wood's really good for yeah. your shoulders, especially if you switch hands. Like when I used to do, I really need to get back to doing that. When I used to just take my hammer out and just literally take my aggressions out on a tire or, or a rock. Well, rocks are better. I like rocks better because you get, you, there is a an explosive, feedback. An explosive and a sound Right And, a, and a, you're getting the feedback with that And with the fact that you turn a big one into a small one mm-hmm. And you know Just find a boulder somewhere in the fucking forest And take your hammer and beat it down And, and break it into, into little pieces And feel better I would. I actually When spring comes along I think I'm going to start doing that I need a new hammer though Start breaking rocks in the hot sun You should go I, I know where you should go There's this place called um, Butcher's Branch Trail And you go down to the like 
down towards the gorge, and there's like this these really nice cliffs that, that the rock climbers like to climb on. <laughs> Break them all up. <laughs> Take your hammer down there and fuck up their entrance. Oh, they'd be so mad. <laughs> Challenged any wrestler to do this exercise. Persian clubs. And he will double the number of repetitions that any wrestler can do. If he can't double the number, that's the sheik, he's baby. Fuck your ass, make you humble. This reminds me of, of a boast I have, a pretty significant one. That is quite a demonstration. Those clubs waste. Do you look as good in uh, little shorty shorts as the Iron, uh, the iron Sheik? sheik. Maybe. <laughs> how heavy those things are. Seven hundred twenty-six pounds. Can you imagine? Chuck, did God. you when you were in Gali and when you were in um, Coach Kuzman's class? Did you guys have the great competition? We did, and you know, I didn't do that well. At you know it. who has a school record? Who? You? This guy right awesome. <laughs> what's What's the uh, competition? You can hold these. There's these big steel grates that for like drainage in the shop floor, and they're like, you know, welded together, custom pieces of steel, and you just pick them up and hold one on, on either side of your hand, and and the the pain it starts digging into your hands. Oh yeah, and then it starts hurting your and your shoulders start to hurt. You know what I mean? And it's really mostly just comes down to hand strength and just being able to grit it, just deal with the pain. Right. And I, I won at that. How long did you? Hold I was it? I was a hundred. I was like hundred and thirty five pounds, six feet tall. How long did you hold it up? It was minutes. I don't remember the time. Jeez. Many minutes. One thing I don't like is hand uncomfortability. Yeah, it's the worst. Well, because I have big hands, I was able to 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 grab the grate at the corner. It fit it fit into these paws. You know what they say about big hands? Big gloves. Yep. Big brain. Look at the big brain. My head's so big. My my head's so big big that my father told me shortly before he died that that uh, that my mom never forgave me, (laughs) because my head was so big when I came out of. They had to cut her to get me to come out because my head was so big. Jesus. So she was like always like didn't treat me as well because of that. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) He was um. His brain wasn't quite right at the time though, but he did tell me that. Old Doc. Um, fuck. We didn't have any weird challenges like that. It was more like um, the presidential fitness challenge. That's what we always had to do in gym yeah, class. I remember that. I always sucked at it because I couldn't do a pull-up. Everything pull-ups else was are, fine. Pull-ups, pull-ups are extremely difficult for large people. Pull- there are some world's strongest men competitors who can't do pull-ups. pull-ups are fine when I'm in my, when I'm at an emaciated 135 pounds. Then it's awesome. I can do like 20, 30. Yeah. But right now, it's not so fun. You see all these girls. You know, I'm not taking anything away from them, but they are smaller, and then they're like, well, you know, these big men, they can do this. Like, yeah, there's a reason they can't do them, because physics is not in their favor. Let's see yeah. you go pick up a fucking car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do, do something like that. You know what I mean? Let's put 225 on the bar and see how many deadlifts. Add the body weight to the total. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, you know, and it's no less impressive when I I see a a woman do pull-ups. I mean, it is impressive. You ever seen those crazy kipping pull-ups that those crossfitters do? I don't know about those. That's just going to blow out joints. It's going to blow out some shoulders. Let me see if I can pull some up. Everything I hear about CrossFit just makes me hate it. (laughs) You hate it because it's trendy. No, I hate it because it's, because it's, it, it's like damaging your body, but you're not like doing anything fun. Yeah, look at that. Swinging. I've seen him go uh, way worse than this. Yeah, I used to do pull-ups that way some. See how he's jerking. That's not his, bad because it's a circular motion. I've seen him do where they're just jerk. They're not um, lowering themselves down. They're just dropping and hitting that fucking point. Yeah, that's not... It's that's not, not that's not sustainable for your body, bro. 
It just always looks like they're going to rip their fucking shoulders out of joint, make yeah. it uncomfortable. I mean, people people get like spinal problems or like joint problems or hip problems from running. Yeah, just the impact of running, which is just a bup, bup, bup. Yeah, and, then, and then you see these CrossFit people doing this fucking super high impact shit. Oh yeah, you know it's like. And they look Your body great. can only take so much of that. But, I, but then I, I hate when they try to say, well, we're all clean. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. Who who are you fooling with this bullshit that you're not all on fucking steroids? Well, I'm sure The not. ones who got caught are the only ones who are dumb enough to get caught. I'm sure it's like everything else, like UFC or whatever. Like There's a lot of people doing it. Sure. And a lot of people who are really good at hiding it. Exactly. They know exactly when to take it. They know how and to mask it. And some people that don't. Exactly. I mean, you, you see these... Uh, some of these uh, women come to these competitions and they're like so much percentage body fat and they you know and I'm like you're on something don't tell me you're not don't I, w- I won't respect you any less it's still hard what you're doing is still difficult but don't tell me you're doing it clean just don't tell me that I hate it when they do that shit bodybuilders too male or female well I, you know I, I I try to live a no. You're not. You're not living any drug free lifestyle. You're not. You're on more drugs than fucking Meth Marvin down the fucking street. Meth Marvin. Yeah. How is old Meth Marvin? He's great. He's he's living with paternity test Pete. Paternity <laughs> <laughs> test to paternity test Pete. <laughs> that could be a nice little short story. Meth Marvin and paternity test, test Pete. Pete. Yeah, I've, I've fallen Here's off. Here's Pete, and thing. he looks like. He looks like a you know like got like a fish head like, he, like a, and then like here's Pete's alleged baby <laughs> and it's like a Mexican or, yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like paternity test. Paternity test. Pete says <laughs> that ain't my baby. <laughs> and uh, what what would the the mother's name be? Um, Shasta. Wondering who the father is, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> Shasta unsure. <laughs> Fuck. Anybody got any umbrage? Because we're getting ready to do the umbrage taker. I did. Uh, I think I did mine earlier. Where I well, it wasn't official. Getting chest pains talking about Donald Trump. I literally did have one. like one that. But I think it's just more tension than it is heart. I mean, I am. Um, the tension, baby. There's this guy at Work Supplies and Pints. Um, I know that I, you know, I've known him for years just because we, we were like, we talk to each other when, whenever we're, I'm in there. But, um. It didn't strike me as somebody that would be like um, stressed out by the whole Trump situation. Like, I mean, I guess like, hey, he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't like Donald Trump, right? But it doesn't it doesn't seem like a guy that would get worked up about shit. And told me the other day, like I, you know, that it was like, yeah, ever since Trump got elected, I've just been like drinking like a lot more. Like I've been hammering like six pack. I understand every that every night where I was before, I didn't even think about it. I didn't, even, you know, I, I would take. The whole week off from drinking like it was nothing and i was like i was like i was just like man i was like that i just you know it's amazing how how much collective anxiety there is about this guy i think it's completely warranted in the collective consciousness i think it's completely warranted I th- i'm I, sure you do but <laughs> i mean how many how many more lessons is history going to have to teach us about people like this I mean, so so what? What what's the solution? I mean, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I understand being angry, and that's that's the energy that drives change. Sometimes, mm-hmm. what's the change? What what is the? 
What is the solution? I don't know. Just to, just I mean, to fucking you know, coup d'etat. That's, that's, that's not that's, kill, that's not part of the equation. And you, put put him in a guillotine and do the whole. That's this equation over here. The equation here is Alexander Ocasio Cortez is the new dictator. Fascism, fascism, always comes draped in these colors. It always does. It's always in the, with nationalism. It's always with religion. What is a great quote? The, when fascism comes to American to America, it will become holding a Bible wrapped and draped and wrapped in the American flag. And that's exactly what fucking happened. That fucking idiot stood up there at that at that CPAC and hugged the American flag with this slimiest, fucking smarmiest face I've ever seen on a human being. Don't tell me it isn't. Look at that fucking picture and tell me you don't want to puke. It's just it's the worst. Are you pulling it up? I'm going to try to. Um, yeah, I just... Fuck him. Worthless bastard. But you don't understand. What's, in a, from a solution-based perspective, what, sure. what do we actually do? I don't know, man. I, again, I, I really... I know what I want to say, but... You know... I don't know the I don't know the solution that we have because H.L. Mencken said it best when he said that one day the American people they like electing people like themselves so much that one day they're going to elect a complete and utter idiot, and they did. <laughs> I mean, I mean he is he is representative of the populace. He's dumb. That's kind he's of arrogant. That's kind he's, of what you know, I'm, I'm Socratic methoding getting to here is. Well, is, then we we're in agreement. Change, Demo- change democracy, the makeup. Dem- democracy is garbage, or, or democratic republic at least. <laughs> if this is the result, what else do we have? Socialism doesn't work. Communism doesn't work. You watch this, and look and listen to what the fuck he's coming out to. <laughs> look at it, what a faggot. He's just the worst, isn't he? So gay for the flag. Why don't you put it up your butt? <laughs> It's so one of the reasons it drives people you don't think, like me you don't crazy. Think it, you don't think that's it's so naked. It is so nakedly. But that's what that's what makes me like like it, like laugh. You know? No, like, I don't like it. But I don't like it. I just I just find it's just comic to me. Just you know being in I mean? the weird. spot It is comical. We're in. It's like watching Gummo or like laughing. At just being in, okay. in the yeah. weird spot we're in, where we don't like any of them. At least this is hilarious. It's like that one video that you and I shared. You know, year year and a half, two years ago or something. There was um. Uh, President Trump is a mighty man yeah. Making his way <laughs> as best as he can <laughs> Those ladies singing about <laughs> that him was yeah, You mean the ones that he the, the, the little girls who did the dance of the song And he didn't fucking pay them uh, Not those but no, That's another example no, This was just yeah. a group of like church ladies that wrote this song He's a mighty man See that's another thing that drives me about the insane about the whole thing He is a demonstrable Liar Coward, you know all these all these things, and they paid him like he's this virile super patriot. I wanted to put up a, fa- a post on Facebook. I don't feel like dealing with the fucking blowback from it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, look at these old broads. One on the left is young and pretty. President Trump is a mighty man, running this country the best that he can. The media swarms and the networks lie, but he doesn't flinch. He's a fearless guy. Get out the way, old man Schumer, get out the way, stubborn Nancy, get out the way, all you haters, Trump's on a roll and it's gonna get greater. <laughs> Great harmony. President Trump is a mighty man, draining the swamp as best that he can, let's round them up, one by one. 
This was an older video. Round them up one by one. They talk about the dirty immigrants. You know that. Get out the way. All you haters, Trump's on a roll and it's going to get greater. I don't care if that's somebody's grandmother. I would laugh in her face. Before or after you made sweet, delicate love to her. After, of course. Never have we seen those numbers jump. Get out the way. I do like the uh, the thought that the uh, the stock market matters to most people. Well, I like the fact though, that we're a, that uh, we, we he actually reveals the American character. Nobody gives a fuck about racism. They don't give a fuck about stupidity. They don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. As long as there's money in our pocket, so so. You know what I mean? It's fucking. They don't give a fuck. Look how much money we're making. Well, he's ripping you off. The tax return you're going to get this year, even if it's inflated, is going to go down. He's going to. He is setting the stage for another Great Depression. He really is. Once you you cannot have that. Like you can't have. You know, things have be so. You know. I'm trying to find the word too, and I'm not sure what. You know, you can't have things that are so. It's a bubble. Yeah, it's a bubble. Not only that, but it's it can't be supported. It will collapse as it did during the Gilded Age. You know what I mean? The the 20s were the, the collapse in 29 was immediately following a period of record prosperity, but for only for a select group of people. And you know what the scariest part about it was during the whole stock start market crash, the people who were on the on the bubble about being wealthy or not. Were crushed. The poor, ah, they just got fucked anyway because the poor always get fucked. People on the top didn't didn't break stride. Didn't bother them a fucking bit. Why? Because they're rich. They're always going to be rich. You know, you see on on Cinderella Man, which is one of the best metaphors. Jim uh, Braddock is walking through Manhattan to go beg for money. From his old boxing promoters and all that stuff, because he has to put the power back on because his kids are freezing to death and getting sick. And apparently, this really happened. Um, and he's walking past this. Uh, I guess it's a, a, a what kind of hotel? I don't know what it is. There's this family, and it's around Christmas time, laughing and getting giant packages and putting them in the car and all that stuff. Now, you shouldn't hate them, of course. That's not their fault that they have money. I don't. I don't hate the rich. I don't hate them just just because. That's not fair either. That's just dumb. Well, I can. I mean, I can talk about it from my perspective, um, because I I am involved in the stock market. I don't think that Trump has been great, good for the stock market. Um, we had like a major like pullback, like we're right where we were a year ago, pretty much. Sure, it went up for a while and went back to that's what it does. I don't think, I don't think he's affecting the stock market that much, other than the tariffs. The tariffs have hurt us, right? Um, so saying that Trump has been great for the stock market is just not true from my my perspective. But the thing about that is, it's like okay, well, look, you look at a person like me that you're talking about the, I don't want to say class warfare, but whatever it is you're talking about. That the the rich people always benefit and the poor people always suffer. It's like, well, I'm not I don't not a rich person, but I mean, I have as much wealth as like what what a congressman or somebody with all of the side deals would make in a year. The, mm-hmm. Like they like they just burn through it. Sure. They live in expensive places and they have lots of you know lavish taste. They have ten different kinds of insurance and everything else. I live like multiple homes. I, I live like a poor West Virginia farmer, uh, except that I like to eat out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you also like to go to restaurants. Yeah, I knew there was going to be a joke. <laughs> but um, so so what I'm saying is I'm living, you know, I'm living below the poverty line effectively. Um, but I'm able to do that without 
um, partly without having to work some shit job because of the stock market and because I have just enough money in there that it's creating more than I'm, you know what I mean? It's, it's um, the dividends and the interest and stuff on it, not interest, but dividends and the growth, right. the value of the stocks goes up at the same rate that I'm spending money at a very, very modest pace. And I'm a mentally ill person who, if I'm working at a fucking shit job waiting tables or something like that, I'm probably going to be suicidal. So I get to have this really kind of privileged life where I can kind of practice self-care and, and be reasonably happy and, and not kill myself mm-hmm. because of the stock market. And people um, – and, and to, 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 so, so to me, it's a, it's a huge benefit that there's this way to grow wealth by people voluntarily you – know, voluntarily exchanging goods and services. I mean, that's all it is. It's just people getting together and doing what we've always done. Here, you take this arrowhead, give me that right. leather flask. It's the same shit. It's just on a massive scale. And there are, there are mathematical like ways that you make money. I mean, read ben, what Ben Franklin wrote about it, that you can make money by investing it. And, and it's, it's, it adds value. You know, it's, it's, it does. It doesn't make everybody middle class. It, there's, there's poor people in socialism, and there's poor people in capitalism. There, there's, there, as Jesus said, "The poor will always be with you." But to look to be a poor person or a middle class person and look at somebody who's upper middle class or rich and be like, "That's not fair," um, I think is just it's it's a whole philosophy rooted in envy. It's like you don't you want me to have to work a shit job, and for all of us to be poor rather than me be able to make a little bit of money enough money to get by. And have a chance at you know being content in my life because otherwise, you know otherwise I'd be struggling. Well, that's why I put the caveat on it. It's like you shouldn't be mad at those people for being. Yeah, wealthy. I'm not. I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying that 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 part of the thing that that really bugs me about um, leftism and socialism is that it is rooted in it's envy. Rooted no in doubt, fucking envy. There's no doubt about it. And then and then what happens is is you get somebody like and I'm not putting her down, but somebody like her, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who as soon as she gets a little taste of power, I mean it's just it's just human nature. I'm not putting her down. I'm not saying her character sucks. As soon as you get a little bit of power, you become a fucking psychopath. It's just what happens. And and the, and a leftist movement always requires a huge amount of centralized government power, which which ultimately leads to corruption. Even if it doesn't lead to corruption, it's still unjustified for because of my moral principles, which is, you know, volunteerism, which is just private property, you know, right. which is basically I own myself. You can't harm me or threaten me or steal from me. You know, unless unless unless, unless I violate someone's rights, right? Um. And so, yeah, that's just my sort of spin. My sort of spin on that. And so I just wanted to insert that in there. But yeah, my my perspective. It's like, yeah, I'm a fucking capitalist. It's like, dude. It's like I could be making lots of money. I, I'm smart. I know how to make money. Making money is not hard. I, I've never had a problem with money. Like even when I was, you know, when I was uh, just a barista in, in Morgantown. I did breasting for like three days a week, and then I did sound for a couple nights a week. I probably worked 20, 25 hours a week, and I had money falling out of my pockets. Went to the bar every night, ate out every single day, did whatever the fuck I want, and just didn't have a car. Don't have all these unnecessary expenses. Don't have insurance. Don't, you know, lucky enough to have good health. Um, I was just able to, it's just money's never been an issue for me. I don't even think about it. And the reason why I don't have to think about it is one, I have a privileged brain that's good at managing money. And number two, we live in a somewhat capitalist society. 
where it's easy to make money. All right. It's not easy to make money. Um, I can't think, you know, I can't think of a solution that works better than the free and voluntary exchange of goods and services. And that's what the founding fathers were all about. I mean, they were, I'm not saying I'm a big founding father guy, but that, that was what they finally realized after all this shit and, and all the things that happened in Europe leading up to, you know, to 1770. What they finally realized is, is that there's like this magic thing where wealth can, you know, wealth, the way that wealth is generated. Right. It's, it's like a really fascinating thing that, that I can see why people will get really passionate about it. And I can see why people can become patriotic about America if that's what it represents. But most of them are not, they don't really get it either. Like they're not free market capitalists. They're, they're status, they're status people. They're just, they're, the, they're kissing cousins with leftists or Democrats or socialists. They're all pretty much status. I pretty much see them all the same. Well, I, you know, I, I think that a lot of people just get into the club, you know, you know where you it's have, just, it's a team. To yeah. It's what I'm saying is that you have the team, you know, how many people do I know personally that probably laughed and, and, and when they got amongst themselves and said, fuck all Muslims and they should all die and all that stuff. I know more than a few who, who would say that. Yeah. Probably. Not around me because I know they know I'd tell them to go fuck themselves. But when they, once they get into, uh, that's another thing I can't fit in either sometimes because I, I, I refuse to go along with all this shit. I won't go along with Trump. I won't go along with Islamophobia. I won't go, you know, and I won't go along with with being forcibly Christianized either. And that shit happens all the fucking time. You know, it is. I'm just saying. I know this is off off point, but you know, you can't fit in unless you're willing to be a drone for them or a drone for somebody. You know, if you think for yourself in any capacity, yeah. like people you, don't like you. You yeah, know, if you grow up if you grow up in like a really conservative churchy part of West Virginia into a really conservative churchy family. It's, it takes a lot of strife and courage to not be the way that you're indoctrinated to right. be. And people that wind up being different wind up having a really hard life and get into drugs because you know, or, or alcoholism or whatever, they, or mental illness, because you just don't you feel, uh, you feel anxious your whole life because you don't fit in and you're not willing to jump through the hoops just to be comfortable. Right. I mean, I don't... People look at me differently because, I mean, I, I hate my... And my mom actually taught, told me to do this. And I should have listened, I guess, but I just can't do this. She said, do not discuss anything deeper than water cooler talk at that job. Don't do that. And she's like, you're just going to set yourself apart again. And, and, I, and, I, and I absolutely did. People... She told, who, she told you to dumb it down? She told me to not reveal who I am is what she's, she she told me because not not to be mean or anything like that or even mean to them and no, say I'm they're not, dumb. I'm not. She said you're going to cause yourself a lot of pain because you're going to be different. You're just going to be, and I always have been, always been different. And now that I'm in a blue collar job, and uh, you know, and people have different interests than I do. Of course, I'm going to set myself apart because I don't have the same interests. And I'm not saying their interests are any better or worse than what I'm interested in. But when you're different, you're just different. I mean, it's not easy being different. I don't own a gun. I don't. You know what I mean? I, I don't any of that stuff. I'm not. I I I, I don't know how to work on anything. I, I can't. I'm just not that person. I've. You don't. Yeah, you don't fit the the archetypal West Virginia man. Right. Interest skill set personality even the th even the things that i that i do that would be considered that are taken to such an extreme that it sets me apart too i mean it's no coincidence that i'm known you know people always jokingly say i want to be like you i want to bench press 500 pounds so like that. I'm like i don't do that <laughs> i can't bench press yeah, but, but you know at the same time it's like no knows a strong guy but i've taken it too far 
You know what I mean? Like you can't do anything without people sitting around and judging it. They're either you're at the either you'll either fall into the gray area, you'll be villainized, or you'll be made a legend. You know, they'll almost like <laughs> Well, you have to get to such a point to be a legend though. That's one of the things not, I want to do with you know not, I don't mean a legend, I just mean like Fish story like like oh but Chuck can bench press five hundred pounds yeah and that's and, happened and, and, <laughs> and John and you know John Morgan it's totally off grid and is you know yeah like yeah. only eats things that he grows on his farm <laughs> I never fucking made that claim that's not true well it's like the thing like I said that they kept on claiming you know I've seen him bend over row three twenty five no you haven't I mean I've done almost that for one but I don't rep it you know and, they, and he was saying I was you've doing done over three you can rep th- over three hundred. Right? Are you happy before? I've repped three fifteen yeah. for for a few. Because uh, I said I said made, I'm just making sure because I said somebody I was like yeah my friend can bend over row like I just wanted to make sure my facts were yeah I've I have and I've done two seventy five for an easy five you know what I mean and it's you know that's a fairly impressive lift you I know I couldn't do it I mean it's just again where all my strength is is here and in my back I can pull anything you were you were meant to be like on an Irish ship rowing basically yes like it's you know that's another thing too is well I mean I don't know I've read it in books and stuff before too the Irish are known the men are known for being short with you know strong arms and pull, backs pull you know? strength yeah they're not like big Vikings but they're known for being physically strong you know so um, but anyway you know I don't share any interests, and I don't share political affiliation, and I don't share religious affiliation, so I'm going to be different, and it makes life extremely difficult sometimes. Yeah, I think I've, I've heard recently um, that part of the reason why I haven't been brought back in my old job is because I, I would openly question... You're not an army. ...religion and all this stuff. And it's so unfair, man. It really is, because I was good. But, I mean, I wasn't afraid to speak my mind... And all that stuff And now that the place I work now Everybody's religious And going to Talking about church Yeah that's man that's, that's why like I can't be like that Like I'm just I'm just always gonna be An outsider And it's fine um, But I don't I don't put down any You know I don't like I, I'm sure I'm guilty of it I do Like put down people For being mainstreamers Or being shallow Or whatever Or being bland Like I You know Because I I envy them You know what I mean it's like I was saying earlier. It's like I hope somebody decks me and fucking <laughs> un- redamages my brain so that I can be normal. Because I I just envy people that can just that are just happy and just you know what I mean and just Escape. just they fit into the puzzle. You know what I mean? I don't fit into the puzzle. Um. So yeah, I I need to work on being more loving and accepting of that of those people and that so that I can. Learn to be more like them. You have to be accepting and loving of something uh, and to, to attract it into your life. Well, but I, I do. I mean, I, every time somebody asks me about my my opinion about religion, I never insult their religion. Never. I never say it's dumb. I never say anything like that because I don't believe that's so. If that's what you believe, that's fine. I think it's good in a lot of ways. You know, I've I've talked about ad nauseum about some of the the real positive aspects of Christianity. I really have. It just doesn't have to be something I, I believe in. I can't believe in things that are metaphysical and magic. I can't. I mean, I, I, maybe in other ways, like I did the secret thing, but I think there's actually evidence to support that. You know, that positive mental ev- attitude. Yeah, a lot. sure. But I'm just saying, you know, I gotta I gotta get some stuff in the dryer. I don't know if you guys are gonna. No, we, we're good. He's not coming. Is he not? No. Fuck. All right. Anything else at all? 
I don't know. Episode two hundred. <laughs> what have you What have you taken away from the first two hundred episodes of this? Well, I've changed a lot since the first few episodes. Talking in front of people is like helps you grow or something. It does. It? I've. I don't think. I think most of the changes is good. I do miss sometimes being more certain about things. Like you know, you know, I was certain. I was so certain about some things. I'd angrily speak about it, and then I would feel bad. But I don't know. Trying to weigh all sides of an issue is exhausting. Yeah, as opposed to just. Having a position and right, and sticking to it no matter what. Mm-hmm. I used to do that. It's silly. You, I mean, I, I think it's silly now. But life was but it's easier. <laughs> it's a matter a lot of opinion. Easier. I mean, it's e- no, it's easier just to not think about those things at all. Yeah, that is true. I know, but man, that's that's so. I used to be like a, a crusader about things. I'd get on and I'd, and I'd willingly debate people I mean, and usually win. I don't care what anybody says. When I would debate people on Facebook, I would usually win because they would just bow out. I can't talk about this anymore. But they would just at home and I'm an attack. And right, exactly. I'd be like, you lost. You know, that, that one guy who I went to high school with and he immediately said I need to get laid, stuff like that. And I was like, well, why don't you shut the fuck up, asshole? Why don't you come over here and I'll fuck your face? I mean, he was just, he knew he had lost because he just keeps saying stupid shit. So one of me said the wall just got 10 feet higher. And I said, ooh, you got me in the crushing grip of reason there. You know, that doesn't mean anything. That's not a fucking argument. And then I would try to be polite. And then when you even are polite and, and prove the wrong, it cuts them so deep they have to say something. You know what I mean? Fuck them. I want to. I, I want to talk about that group of people. If you can't debate and, and and stay on task and accept a fucking loss without attacking someone personally, fuck you. You're a shit person. I mean, I did that whole thing where I made a post to on purpose to tell people I was wrong about this, and I accept that I was wrong. And I should have gotten, and I shouldn't have gone off half cocked with all the facts you, in. You know what I mean? You did what what a what a media organization is supposed to do, but they don't always do. Sure. So, you know, I like, mean, hey, a public service announcement. You know, yeah. This shit we said yesterday was a mistake, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'll do that anytime I feel like that I've been proven wrong. But when you have a, a group of people and they just, you know, I, I have family members who attack me personally. You know, he said I'm full of hate and all that stuff. Well. Full of hate for you now Because you're a fucking idiot You know And it's just <laughs> You know It's I mean And I did ad hominem attack them But that's because They did it to me first And they're just acting yeah, Willfully I mean, stupid uh, Once every, they open that gate You're allowed I to mean, every, Exactly Everybody gets triggered It's not, I mean, I, it's I just, not just It's just not It's not just an insult For the snowflakes Or whatever Like everybody gets triggered Yeah We're emotional beings What have you taken away From the God you've been on Every since Every the beginning episode, since the beginning, has different people. Yeah. Um. Gosh. Well, known fact, he was also a Christmas Carol. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. It's hard, man. It's 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 like it's. I really enjoy doing the show. Like, I, it's it's an important part of my week. I like doing it. And um, but um, I think we've talked about it before. We don't see the ripple effect. We really don't know who's listening and how connected they feel to us nope. or anything like that. And that's that's kind of a scary – it's kind of an awesome thing. It's also kind of a scary thing because it's like, you know, we're, we, we're intimate on this shit. We, we, we talk about some yeah. – We talked about – We talk about our buttholes we on were, this stuff. I mean, When we were eating last week because I was talking about Brody still and mm-hmm. how I felt like I knew him. And Yeah, we got emotional. We all got emotional. And um, we were talking about while we were eating. I said, you know, we're in people's ears 
they know us better than our parents know us. Sure. Better than our girlfriends know us or our brothers. I opened up about my alcoholism. Yeah. I mean, and I'm a, and, and this is something about myself. I say I'm a, I'm, I'm a private person. I'm really not. I'm a very public, open person because I like people and I trust people. When I mean, you held a, a press conference last week, whenever you stubbed your toe, yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> hard times. I actually, hard times. I, I actually gave the hard time speech. The economy went down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I lost the United States championship. Um, but no, and I. And another reason That's another reason I get set apart from people Is that I like people And I trust people with things And a lot of people Shouldn't be trusted So Dilly dilly <laughs> It's a stupid commercial Where they yeah. say dilly dilly And Bud Light commercial No but at the, but I, I think that's uh, One of the things That makes our show unique I don't really like Listen to a bunch of other podcasts And like compare and contrast To what we do or anything But You know I don't know of any other podcast That is as intimate to be honest it's like i don't know it's like on the one hand there's like the there's the whole shtick the whole uh the genetic jam jackhammer yeah, the there's godfather all that it's just kind of like yeah. this like you know just like um flamboyance in a way yeah, yeah. but it's like dog and pony show stuff but then we're you know, all, it's a the third most, of the stuff that we talk about i mean we there's plenty of joke and laughter mm-hmm. and uplifting stuff a third of the stuff we talk about is like deep dark it's honest shit. yeah it's like the most honest podcast it's ever. real we're real as fuck i mean and it's and i like that i mean it does open you up some though i mean people are gonna people who listen are gonna know a lot about my alcoholism and how bad it got you know, not know really. you got a hammer down there <laughs> not really i mean I'll, I'll, i don't know anything about how I, I know that it was that you talk about it was an important struggle that mm-hmm. you that you conquered or whatever but i don't think oh i'm not like oh man he was this terrible person I, you no know. no it's not that like but how it almost killed me and the, you know all that stuff you know it, it was yeah i mean that's it was it was bad <laughs> i mean people have fucking stories man yeah and and that's what that's one of the biggest things in aa i mean i know we've gotten off track here but you know everybody's got a story and no matter how bad yours is somebody else has it 10 times worse it's how far down the did the rabbit hole down did you yeah. go you know ned flanders called somebody a boring old bitty and then he went to an aa meeting and cried about it and i, I know a guy who Got a DUI. Let's see. I know I went to. A, I, I know at least one person I've gone to that got a DUI, killed a family member. Jeez. And, yeah, and they had to deal with it. I know a guy who lost his daughter and came to meeting that day God. because he had to do it. He did. He, there was no excuse for missing. Or he was going to drink. You know. Yeah. And it was. Uh, that's why I always tell people If you want the most Raw human experience You can possibly get And you've been there too Go to a fucking AA meeting Did the guy ever find his No daughter? I've never been to a meeting I've never I've never She died <laughs> oh, oh you meant that way I've never been to a meeting I've been You've never been to a meeting No I I, I, um, I dealt with sobriety In the Classic John Morgan Individualistic fashion oh, I've, been, I've never been to a White knuckled it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which, which, done, which can work I, Well I've done that A bunch of times I've you know I've taken Chunks years off Right um, No I was You know Meetings you meet You meet So many different Kind of people You know I know we're We're gonna end the show But I just wanna You know this is An interesting thing So I'll just throw it in there I met a guy Who was Buck Strickland mm-hmm. From fucking game From uh, King of the Hill Yeah Loved him Entertaining as shit Told the best stories 
he looked like he was a successful businessman. You know what I mean? Looked like he's one of those guys. He was he was an ugly big guy, but you know women loved him because he's just so fucking confident. You know what I mean? Like Buck Strickland is. Women love Buck Strickland, and he's a big old ugly man. You know what I mean? But and then you meet and then you meet the people. I saw people. I saw more than one person come drunk to an AA meeting. That is fucking rough. Like. There was a woman who came in with her boyfriend, and her sister had been an AA, and they were drunk off their ass at the meeting, like laughing, you know, drinking coffee, and people don't and people don't bat an eye. They don't give a shit. Like, well, that might be where they're at. That's another thing too. There is no judgment in AA. No matter what you've done, you can tell the you can tell the meeting, and people will be willing to hug you and be like, "It's okay, man." You know, it's you know, I would get. I was really standoffish to begin with, and then I would get really personal and start to cry, and then there was always somebody there so to when you, grab your hand or something like that, you know? When you told them about your bestiality problem... Who says it's a problem? They were okay with it. <laughs> it's only a problem for the animals. That's right. I didn't, I didn't have a problem. Animals, <laughs> animals don't have human rights. Right? Sex in my life. Animals don't have property rights. What do you say on the uh, on Naked Gun? I haven't had this much sex since I was a Boy Scout Master. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I was dating a lot. <laughs> I guess what I've taken away um, from this is, uh, I don't know, just being honest. And... Uh, Honesty people is people are listening. <laughs> honesty is getting. Is, maybe I'm starting to sound like an old man or something. Honesty is getting rare, isn't it? It really is. Is it more rare than it was when we were kids? I think the people in this day and age, they they have a, a public face they try to put out, and it's a bunch of artifice. I mean, I just I just like people just habitually fucking lie. Like almost everybody, sure. and some people it's just little fibs or whatever. They're just like normal functional people, but they lie about little things to right. keep people happy or whatever. But then there's there's like a huge gradient, and there's some of these people are just straight up fucking like, just fucking lie just because just for the sake of lying about things that matter. Does it seem like that to you? Does it seem like there's like a lot of dishonesty? Sure, and a lot of personal dishonesty where you tell yourself lies. You know, it's like, well, that's part of it. Yeah, sure. I mean, like I said, people have now. It's almost like you have a media. It's you're you're almost everybody's almost a minor celebrity because you're on all this social media. Have you been around somebody who doesn't have social media? They're a non-entity. They do not enter into conversations. I want that. I'm so this close to getting rid of my Facebook and all of it because I want my per. I want to be me again. I want to or just just take thirty days off and see you know sure reassess sure hit the reset button and then you disappear from conversations. Nobody or if you are in a conversation, it's man he's went off the reservation. Oh, and, you know. and like oh my god, if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't be able to sell any meat. Sure, like, nobody. I need, fucking, I need to come buy some. As a matter of fact, uh, what do you have left? Actually, I got some in my truck that's probably it's probably thawed out now because it's been in the cooler all night. But I don't have any money on me though. That's okay. You can just take some. Okay, just take some. Just give him a bloge. Sweet. Oh, suck down that sweet syrup. I would say go. I would say tell your friends, but I'm not really. I don't have any friends. I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to advertise or like build my customer base at this point because I don't know if I'm going to continue production. Okay, but. Man, that's going to be a bummer because I know it's going to be good meat. And I'm going to want more of it. Well, I mean, I'll have more. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> when I say production, when I say production, um, I don't mean I won't have any meat. I'm going to stop having meat, raising meat. I'm just going to stop doing it as a business. Okay. 
but friends can still. So yeah, I've got a pig that I don't have that I don't need. I need to just buy, wants, buy a whole pig from who wants to split a pig? It. Who wants to split a pig? Yeah. yeah, or split it four ways or two ways or whatever, and then stock your freezers and get it get it processed how you want it processed. Because I want to get healthy too, and I know your meat's healthy. So yeah, it's, I mean you eat you. I mean eating this pastured pork, you know, several times a week. I mean you you know in in place of say regular store pork. I mean, you'll feel a difference. I mean, I, I really think. I mean, like when you eat when you eat this, you don't know, don't know you eat bacon. Like it doesn't really make me feel anything like Tudor's bacon or whatever. Just or store bought bacon, but I eat a thick fucking a couple thick fucking strips of my stuff, and I like actually get kind of a buzz from it. That's cool because there's like it's just nutritionally very different, right? But anyway. Um, so what we're talking about we're talking about the deep dark nothingness alcoholism yeah and how, how great the show has been so how what's the time span how many years it'll be four in May good god fuck it's been four years 200 episodes not to mention all the fun employment that's not even the bonus apps yeah. yeah that's a lot of fucking tent it is buddy we, I don't know why we don't have a cake and like you know <laughs> fucking well, 200 was, fucking 200 episodes I'll pick episodes. up some donuts from Gomart that's what I'm going to be eating for. How about like a, a kratom, a kratom cake? <laughs> oh uh, God! Especially not like kratom. That would be disgusting. fucking disgusting. I bet, you, I bet you can make it taste good. I you guarantee might. you could. I bet you I can make good kratom tea. I need to start doing that. Trying to make make it different ways. Make it so. in a way that it's a drink that you enjoy. Yes. Also, I just, if I if I got orange juice or or a smoothie or something to mix it with, I, I don't mind it at all. Right. That about it. That's it. Episode two hundred in the books, guys. Please. Do whatever you can to get people to more people to listen to it. Um, this is uh, important to us, and we're going to keep doing it whether more people listen or not. But uh, it'd, be, <laughs> it'd be nice. I bet we have a cult. I bet we have a cult like following too. I, I bet you anything we do. And that's that, that's my, my. I want them to be more vocal. I want. Yeah, to my takeaway is that people don't fucking tell you or like people. It's the whole thing like the lurkers. Yeah, the voyeurs. It's like people like be your friend on social media and like who's this fucking person? Yeah. But they don't they don't be they don't um, interact with you. Mm. Start ever. interacting with the Facebook. We could but create they, a group. They have this personal relationship with us, but we don't even know who the fuck are. There's like we need some. Uh, there's like some, some merch. There's like some we need. perfect girl that wants to bang you or something like that. But you never <laughs> get to good. because I'm she good. won't initiate. You know she won't. Um, I'll bang her. Yeah. Okay. We'll see if we can work that out. Got nothing going on really <laughs> yeah. in that department. I'll give I'm her happy a good stabbing. I'll just wreck her insides a little bit real quick. You know. <laughs> It's, it's funny all the similarities the three of us have. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. There's a valley valley kid syndrome. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening again. Tell everybody that you know to listen. Teach them how to down. First, you got to start telling about the internet, and then you got to whole thing. Work your way to, to podcasts. Just do your best. It's like a radio show, but it's off the computer. Yeah, and we can say fuck a lot and the n word. And sometimes we do, especially you, Charles. Yeah, that's that's my thing. <laughs> he probably has that's, he probably has said it the most if you count the the samples. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I was quoting a story from somebody else saying it. And we're going to isolate it and make him into a racist now. Well, we're a media we're a media company, so that's what they do. They sure. take things and take it out of context. Never of said I was a journalist. So, thanks for listening. Good night and good luck. Oh, you thought that was the end of the episode, didn't you, you faggot? Well, it's not. <laughs> You're never going to believe this, but the 
the uh, the wacky wildling and uh, the the bareness of breasticles are here with myself and John Morgan. Say hello, people. Hi. What's up? We're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> oh shit! Here in the two hundredth episode, because uh, we keep telling you guys that John did an impression. I don't know if you guys believe that or not. But, uh, yeah, I did. It was kind of uh, my. Uh, I got kind of rusty. I wasn't really able to do it as well as I used to do it. But Aaron and Elena are here. Oh shit! So what have you guys been doing? How's the uh, how's life? How's not being on the show anymore? Just as it's getting ready to take off. <laughs> you guys are like. You guys are like um, like Dave Pete, like Dave Mustaine and Metallica. Guys are Pete Best from the Beatles. <laughs> Stuart Sutcliffe and Pete Best over here. I uh, I listen to the show more now that I'm not on it. Yeah, well, we yeah. always listen to it. I don't listen to it at all <laughs> <laughs> because I am on yeah. it. You guys are like that guy that always put in for the lottery ticket at work. Yeah. The one day they, the one day they didn't have his dollar to put in, they won. Yeah. Uh, and terrible. then they don't give him a cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah a bunch of bastards. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. You know. <laughs> but how 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 uh, um. Do you guys like the show that now that you're not on it anymore? Most of the time, yeah. Is it's it great. okay? Yeah, it's a good show. Because I keep getting uh, cards and letters saying it's much, much better than it was. Oh yeah, before. it's so much better. I think we wrote one without that dip, that that redheaded faggot and that dippy broad. <laughs> dippy broad. <laughs> cards and letters. Um, you guys live in uh, Raleigh County, and you won't. Rural Raleigh County. And you won't drive down here once a week. I know. Monsters. <laughs> I heard that there was a town like in the, one of the Carolinas that was named after Raleigh County. There is. I've heard that. <laughs> it's one of the, what is it called? The Tri-Cities? Uh, isn't it? Um, yes. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's spelled like Raleigh County. Ragley. Ragley? Ragley. Or Raleigh. A lot of people pronounce it Raleigh. They have a rallies down there. I haven't seen a rally. I don't think I've seen one. <laughs> <laughs> but not even the, a checkers. Not even a check. What about rare. those drive-through places? Uh, Cookout. Yeah, there's Cookout a is the shit. It's is amazing. it? We got there's one. There's in, one in Beckley. There's one yeah. in Raleigh County. Uh, <laughs> che- the, checkers, the, the checkers. The checkers is gone now though. Aww. Or they rebuilt something there. I don't know if they built a new one or what, but they tore it down. It's sad. That's and sad. built something. And what is that one place though? With the, something else with the dudes that, and the. The two dudes in the car all the time. What is that? Sonic. Sonic. Did they put a Sonic there? I don't know what's there yet. I don't <laughs> seem like it's the type yet. of place that would have a Sonic. It's in construction. Hmm. Huh. They used to have a Sonic in Beckley, and then it just didn't do. It went well. the shit in the hogs at it. Like I guess real quick. <laughs> yeah, nobody cared. Yeah, everybody was super pumped when there was a standalone like Chick Fil A. Which yeah. I get because Chick Fil A is good, yeah, it's the ball. delicious. But I think I had that uh, Sonic one time, and I was not a fan. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't just, like Sonic. Never. Uh, they got they have good tater tots. Well, your mom has good tater tots. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. tots are hard to fuck up. Hey, Napoleon, give me some tots. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try cookout. Cookout's pretty delicious. I haven't I'm tried. Like, it's it's cheap. It's I haven't cheap. tried cookout. It's just super cheap. But for ten bucks, you can have like basically like two full meals. Yeah. It's stupid. Like lunch and dinner. Yeah, like I think it's like five bucks. You get you can pick like three things. I think we usually did like a corn dog, a hamburger, and then like fries, and it's yeah. like five dollars and a drink and a drink. Wow! And the burgers are good. They're, it's like real beef. They, I mean, it's it's like a cookout, not pre powdered. Yeah, pre, pre- and they have like patty. a million milkshake flavors. Damn, that's too many. I think nine hundred thousand is where you. Should start. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
It's it's overwhelming their menu. <laughs> it's the illusion of, of choice at that point. <laughs> no, but what's been going on? Uh, what do you guys think about all the stuff that's been happening? Of course, Brody died. What happened? Oh man, what stuff has happened? Nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> the um, show is better. It is. I like I like hearing uh, John and and Chuck go at it every once in a while. That's definitely one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I kind it's of been enjoyed- inspirational and shit. Like you guys have done some yeah. pretty good episodes. Well, we past, talked like, about that today, uh, like when they were asking me, you know, with my my impression of the show, and I was just like, you know, we get really intimate on here. Like we, it's real. You know, yeah. we don't yeah. we don't censor anything. We we no. we so totally show our buttholes to everybody on this show. No, most other shows don't do that. Yeah, usually it's like edited out or. It's like, yeah, I've got this problem and this problem. Hey, you want to hear about how my grandpa killed himself? You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever I, it is, I, we'll talk about it. I've told the story about how my grandpa killed himself. <laughs> well, your, your grandpa killed himself too? We, we're, we're in that club too. <laughs> All right. Nice. My mom's dad shot himself in the face with a shotgun. My mom's, my mom's dad did too. Wow, I totally have va- Valley Kid syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a good chance. It's possible, but yeah, we don't pull any punches. And um, yeah, it is weird how we've gotten darker. I would think. Well, it, I still try to be silly. It's hard. Sometimes. Yeah, it's it's you guys it's still are still a comedy like, show. Yeah, yeah. but. There's yin and yang. The last episode, like the first hour of it, like it just, I'm like, well, Aaron, quit being a fucking fat ass, and you know, like it keeps, it, like it honestly helps me keep going, watching what I eat. Yeah. I started uh, not getting back on yoga though. Not getting back on oh, yoga yet. And we're all like, all three of us are, you know, kind of in the same place where we're <clears throat> like, kind of solitary guys in Fayette County and trying to better ourselves and. Yeah. You know, hitting the midlife crisis thing, and it's you know, I'm sure it helps people who are yeah. experiencing the same thing. I feel like it's very relatable. I mean, yeah, we've all kind of experienced what's happening in the state, and we talk about it. Oh yeah, it's things. depressing as fuck. It's terrible. That's gotta, why you gotta be silly. But you gotta laugh. Exactly. <laughs> because what else you can just you do? gotta. You gotta. Or you cry. <laughs> what do you think this is? A functioning economy? <laughs> 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 I'm really rich. <laughs> um, have you guys paid any attention to the the Trump stuff? I I just get my news from Chuck essentially, <laughs> and I don't know if you know it's a little slanted. It's a little <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I haven't. I read headlines I mean, on Flipboard on my phone. I'm That's terrible. as far as I go. I don't watch news. Yeah, I mean, I heard about I the, used to buy newspapers, the Cohen thing where he's testifying, and I don't know. It's I, exhausting. It really can't. is. I'll just let everybody on Facebook fight about, it and I'll post memes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Wait for another two to six years for the next thing to happen, yeah. and then just waiting. Yeah, I don't care. I don't know. We're. Where I'm, I'm on my computer like all day at work, and like the last thing I want to do is just be on my phone reading about the news. Like, it's, I just want to watch something silly and yeah, you don't want to stress on top of it's stress. Not worth. It's just not worth it to me. Yeah, well, and my like, life is the same. And I, was I feel talking, like everyone should just do that for a month, and we'd all feel better. That's what I was talking about earlier too. Is like <laughs> just the collective anxiety because of this guy. You know what I mean? Just there's so many just people who are like, like I was saying, like having health problems since Trump got elected or like drinking problems or whatever because they're so anxious about this one dude that doesn't really directly impact their life very much. No, you know? not at all. I mean, 24-hour right. news definitely doesn't help, but 
Don't, don't look at 24 hour shit. opinions. Yeah, I don't, I don't look at that shit. Yeah, it's just exa- like, don't do that. Like, I like to know what's going on in the world if it's like, oh, we're, you know, big events. Yeah. Global big events, but I don't. The Trump A good stuff, place to do that is Reddit. Just yeah. go to Reddit and I, love Reddit. I mean, I, I've got my Facebook, you know, following thing pretty much, you know, it, it's. The AI works for me pretty well on that. I get a good assortment of information. You get rid of all the angry virtue signalers, and uh, I just scroll past them or unfollow them. You mean you can? You don't uh, just just uh, go to whatever they post and seathe about it and scream about it and (laughs) write an angry comment. Write an angry comment. You're not offended. Let's let's (laughs) call them a trumpet. Let's stress each other out by not changing each other's minds. (laughs) Exactly. it's kind of fun sometimes. But. It is kind of fun. Yeah. I like to put, a, put a little bit of bait out there for somebody to grab. And Seldom do I do that. I got a friend that's, that'll take the bait sometimes, and I'll just post a gif underneath of Donald Trump saying, you were fake news. <laughs> and he'll comment again, then I'll do the same fucking thing again. I, uh, I'm a never commenter. Every once in a while, I'll read like a good thread and like the comments. Yeah. You at least like stuff. You at least have to say that's like, hey, you know, I don't mean to be creepy, but I am watching you. <laughs> I use the love reaction more than anyone should, but I use the angry reaction. No. <laughs> it's really funny. For almost everything. <laughs> yeah. I like that better. It's hilarious. It um, is funny. The uh what about the what what's that the Gros name, that squib that uh, faked uh, an attack on himself? Oh god damn it. <laughs> Smollier. Juicy Smollet. Is that it? Uh, it's exhausting. <laughs> Just like I, everybody losing their shit. All these celebrities were like, "Oh, this is this is America now." Oh my god! And then it comes out it's bullshit, and, and then this is what you hear from them. <laughs> Nothing. No. They are not retracting. They are not going going back on it. I mean, oh my it's god! Hilarious. It's it's a brat who there's didn't actually, get his way. There's there's a lot of that happening. That that I, I could share that I shared it with Dutch, but it's um just there's like a big like really impressive list. And I didn't research, you know, but it seemed nobody was You're like I did zero research. No, but, but nobody was disputing it. You know what I mean? It right. wasn't like I, I think it seemed pretty legit. But it was like just a long list of different examples of that same shit of, of people like such and such person on such and such campus, you know, was a victim of such a crime. Turns out they made up the whole shit. And, oh yeah. And there, there's like twenty cases, boom, 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 just in the last six months. Wasn't wasn't there a girl people that, faking that shit? That uh, walked the mattress around campus. Yes. Like going to Yes. Got crucified on a mattress or something yeah, like that. She oh, carried a mattress like Jesus. Yeah, like Jesus on the cross. Because uh her the guy that she said raped her didn't automatically get suspended or anything. It it's turns out she did. made the entire thing up. <laughs> yeah. And they, put crazy. It, they it was, put it in Rolling Stone, and everybody went nuts. I think that, that's used the word uh, um, attention economy. Yeah, it's like that's you can literally better yourself just by getting attention. You can leverage that to get things that you want. Well, and you can ruin people's lives. And like um, we were talking about this Hardwick. yesterday, Hardwick. I mean, my God, like it, and it's you don't just, to Ryan Adams right now. <laughs> it's the same shit. I mean, it's just you can't. Ryan Adams has it coming though. It, yeah, but it's just like. <laughs> And what sucks is there are real monsters out there, and there are real victims out there, and like <laughs> it, it's it's so sad that people would just make up this kind of shit for attention. And but then like it right now, a, it creates a like little boy that cries wolf problem. It's yeah. Like now when someone's you're really more a victim, afraid. Yeah, you're afraid. You know what I mean? It's like it's a disservice to everybody. Yeah. Like nobody wins. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. The real victims are damaged because you know they're watered down and. 
there's innocent, pe- innocent everybody, people being blamed. Now everybody automatically is going to question whether they're being truthful or not. Yeah. Or, unless you're, it depends on who you are. Unless yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you, you know. It does believe, depend. Believe everyone unconditionally. That's true. It's pretty crazy. It's, uh, it's, it's so scary. Because anyone could just blame for something. And most of us know somebody personally that has been falsely accused of rape or <coughs> know somebody that falsely accused someone of this or whatever, you know. So it's like, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a complicated issue. It is because it's all about perception. Because there's, there are real victims involved some, sometimes, but then you can, it's very easy to cheat. Yeah. For sure. So. And then people like, maybe in the moment you, you felt like you, you consented and then afterwards you feel like shit and you're yeah, like, wait, bi- buyers, wait. Maybe, buyers maybe you just, now. I mean, it could be simple as <clears throat> like you legit had sex with this person. Everything was fine. And then you hit your head. And your fucking perception change. I mean, it, that, uh, that that can happen. That can yeah. happen. It's so scary. So basically, everyone should like quit fucking. That's what, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just, just like, I'm, I'm just get like, off Tinder. Yeah, I'm not dating anybody. <laughs> Stay away. I, I, I've started <laughs> jacking off in the shower. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. They have to. They have to sign a waiver. Did, if you're going to date me, you have to sign a waiver. Did you hear my pointers for jacking off in the shower? You put the uh, the head on on your shower head on like the. The hard pulse thing For sure Then you go up under your sack And you uh, get the perineum Oh yeah the you shoot the water right there on the gooch It's pretty intense <laughs> Did that shower head consent? <laughs> I, it's my shower head It's personal property rights at that point <laughs> Depends on if, uh, if your phone is in there with you it's Dating's not. so weird now. I don't really. How do you know? No, I'm, my friend, like my friends are like on Twitter though. It's just it's so weird because you're basically on this app to like fuck Twitter or Tinder. Tinder, Tinder. Or both. Hell, I mean maybe I don't know. Twitter's exhausting, but like it's just weird. Like you have people on these apps that are just looking for other people around them who want to fuck, mm-hmm. and then you have other people who are like screaming rape all the time. Like it's terrifying. Ugh. Yeah, I'm on all these apps and I don't. Uh, I get no bites. Mm-hmm. I don't put up any. Pictures, really. It's probably what they think you're not real. <laughs> no, I don't put up any recent pictures. There's pictures from a while ago. I don't. I just don't have any uh, will to just take to a selfie about. I don't, just take yeah, like one I'm selfie. I'm not gonna do that. No, I, I disagree. Don't don't do a half-ass Tinder. Don't waste anybody's time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just but up there. At least at least four or five pictures. I mean, I, I have some up there, but I don't have any recent. All right. So, no. so, so I, don't, I don't care. Whatever. They can suck my dick. No, they can't. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> they can, but they won't. I guess. No, I, I just got on there recently, and it's just like I don't. I'm kind of bored with it. It's like I haven't. I've made some matches, but nobody wants to actually talk to me. It's just really weird. Yeah, Bumble. I thought was going to be better because they could. Uh, the girls go first. Yes. They, you guys. No, like they don't. Other. But they never do. They never do anything. <laughs> Women are just too indecisive. No, it's a terrible model. Some of them in the Bumble profile will be like, "Just message me," and I'm just like, "That's I not can't. how it works." I'm not allowed. Oh, they didn't. They don't know. No, they're just like, they're yeah. like Tinder, Bumble, this, that, that, Farmers.com, whatever. They, Farmers. They, they don't know the rules to all the dating sites they're on. They're just, they're just. Yeah. On well, they're, they're really not uniform. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, with that one, it's supposed to be said explicitly. Says yeah. that the girls the have purpose, to message you first. It's a concept initiate. where, yeah. The girl makes the first move. That makes so. it easier for me. It's supposed to because I don't like. What am I going to say? Hey, hot stuff. Good looking. <laughs> Come get crammed. I don't I, know. I like your profile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's put stuff in your butt. Call me. 
<laughs> I don't know what to say to these fucking bitches. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> but whatever. Um, shit. Hmm. Where was I going? So what do you get um, for work? What are you guys uh, enjoying it or uh, what's yeah. the best food down there? That's even better. Fuck, okay, fuck here your we stupid go. job. Pickled onions. Pickled onions. Oh, they are the shit. Okay. I make my own now. You have my two. <laughs> are you just like recycled pickle juice or do you make your own brine? I, I just use uh, uh, apple cider vinegar, some sugar, a little bit of salt. And every once in a while, I'll throw some garlic or some uh, Old Bay in there. Hmm. Give it a little zing. Give it a little zing. You really are a uh, redheaded gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my favorite. Where'd you get the pickled? Is that a North Carolina thing? Yeah, they're just the, yeah, they're on everything out there. You get a taco, you can get pickled onions on it. Now, uh, as far as barbecue sauce goes, have you gotten into their style? The I, th- there's like this medium. Based? There's this medium style. It's like uh, half vinegar based, half like sweet and saucy. <laughs> And uh, that's kind of what I like. Yeah, it's good. I like the vinegar. I like it all. I, I mean. like the vinegar base, the North Carolina. And I kind of like the dry barbecue too. I don't know if that's what the, is that what it is there usually. Is it like the because there's there's like Western Eastern North Carolina barbecue. There's like a couple different kinds, right? Yeah. Well, in Raleigh, the the most popular is the uh, just the vinegar base. It's kind of dry. It's not like yeah. It's, it's not just, like slathered in sauce. No. It's yeah. It's not sticky, but it's definitely got a sauce to it. I yeah. guess it's not just like dry barbecue. It's not like it has some sauce, but it's not slathered in. It's it. not like too much sauce. Yeah. Sauce. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of a vinegary. Yeah, kind of a tart for thing. sure. What all white people stuff is there to do down there? All is kinds is of it so plentiful much. and numerous? Just so much white people. Is there, are there like are there like any sweet arcades? Yes. yes. There's there's two very good arcades. Yeah. I want that in Fayetteville. Like if I if I came into some money and I had the chance to buy up some arcade games. I have an original Pac Man machine. There like, we go. Start, <clears throat> get started. Really? That's what we want to do. <laughs> we want to open an arcade. <clears throat> that's that's my thing right now. Like that'd be sweet. It does so good, man. Like they're, they're they kill it. Yeah, it's uh, stupid. People would like, kill it here. Huh? Would it kill it? I think, Maybe it, I think it would in Fayetteville area. In Charleston, you would open it up and it would turn into a shithole because Charleston sucks. The problem with Fayetteville is the off season, right? Like right now, there's no, there's not count a, for that. Not, but you you got to make it through the dead season. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be, yeah. But you don't have that much overhead with the machines. I don't guess if you own the machines, you uh, you you know you own them, but heating and cooling and yeah. You just have to make sure that you can work on them. The the, the, only thing. the place we go to a lot, they have a popcorn machine there, so you can get popcorn. And but they have all you know the local beers and stuff on tap. And the local beer scene down there is it's amazing. crazy. Yeah. Like, like there's just so much beer everywhere. Yeah, it seems to be a big. Like there's breweries everywhere. Like I, I keep expecting that bubble to pop, and it just keeps getting bigger. It's uh, stupid. The craft beer bubble. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I don't really drink that much craft beer anymore, but um, I've always been a big appreciator of it. Now I'm just like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Give me a Coors Light. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. There's Give me a sp- spiked seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> Are they any good? I like them, but, but there's like, there's, you know, it's just like drinking a, a flavored seltzer water yeah. instead of water, mm-hmm. except it's got a little some malt liquor in it. It's got 5% alcohol. It's only like 90 calories, though, for a drink. That's pretty good. Yeah, so just by switching that instead of beer, and it cuts my, my liquid calories in half from trying to lose weight. I, uh, <clears throat> I've off the alcohol for two weeks. That's pretty good for me. 
Excellent. I'm uh, I'm not trying to quit at like I want to go a month, you know, prove myself, and I'm going to have me a night or two, <laughs> oh, <God>. and then <laughs> and then I'll go back for another month. I don't know. You'll be like, well, I just had one. <laughs> I just like I like trying to get my my average down. I'm trying to get my average down to three or four and keep it there, and then, then I'll be healthy. I'll be fine. I'm actually if when I'm when I'm totally sober, I'm, I don't like myself. I'm, I'm a fucking nervous wreck. I can understand that. I just don't. I don't have anything to look forward to at the end of the day. Yeah, it sucks. It's my favorite thing. I, I drink a lot of seltzer, a lot of uh, carbonated water. <laughs> it helps me out. Like it, it does replace it. Like it scratches some sort of itch. Herbal there. tea works for me. Like that's what I'll slam herbal tea all day if I'm sobering up or whatever. Well, we I, I do the uh, tea at nighttime, like sleepy tea. Or sleepy tea. Yeah, yeah that stuff's out. awesome. Yeah. Melatonin too. If you if you need help sleeping, I've been. I love melatonin. Melatonin's awesome. You know what I found out? It gives me strange dreams. I had a toothache on Friday and it hurt real fucking bad. And I hadn't taken ibuprofen in four years or something like that because uh, Joe Rogan had that lady on that said if you take too much of it, it'll it's real super bad. And I would take like eight a day usually. Damn. So I switched over to just straight up aspirin. But I had this toothache and my head, it, it was real bad. And... um. Uh, the, one of the girls at work has ibuprofen in their drawer, and I took some, and it fucking worked. Hmm. It f- fucking worked really well. <laughs> like <laughs> it, everything, like my my knees and my back and everything stopped hurting. So I was like, well, f- I went and bought some of my own. I'm gonna try not to do, to do so to much of it, it, but man. it's not it's not something you want to be every an every day or with probably. But no, well, my, my sister she works like twelve hour shifts sometimes. Your sister's a whore. <laughs> Well, my older sister. She's oh, the, same. The, the same. Your one. sister's a real cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was she was popping ibuprofen all the time, and it's like shut her kidneys down. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's fucked up her kidneys. That's what it does. She's and if you up. if you do, do Tylenol, it'll shut your liver down. Yeah, because that's acetaminophen. Mm-hmm. We're all gonna die. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> but yeah, I was super shocked because I don't remember it working very well. Uh, it might have been just because I was overdoing it. The, oh, I'm going to try to take uh, every other day, take four of them, something like that. Made the the yoga easier. Yeah. I can suck my own dick now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you like it? Suck my own dick. <laughs> that love and it. the yoga. <laughs> no, I love. I, I legitimately love the yoga. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, easy. I don't like. Uh, I liked powerlifting too, but I always felt like I was in a car wreck, and I wasn't getting smaller. I'm getting smaller with this. I think. I don't. I mean, I feel like I am. And I'm at least getting um, my heart rate's going up. Like uh, when I'm doing it, my heart rate stays between 100 and like my. Have you ever done it with the heart rate? No, I never bought one. It makes it so much better. That's probably why you quit for. Well, living living in Raleigh, man, like money gets tight every once in a while. So I don't. I just I bought the fucking yoga and quit. I don't have a heart. Yeah, no. yeah you can get one twenty bucks off Amazon. <clears throat> does it, I mean it does? I mean it makes it more fun because you can watch what you're doing and. Uh, I have my Fitbit, but I don't think it's like yeah. I put the consistent. one hers has a heart like monitor for a wrist, and I know for a fact like at the time I was I was drinking like every night, every other night, and I was trying to do the yoga, and my heart rate rate was like ninety five beats and like normal ninety beats, yeah, resting rate. It's terrible, but uh, I threw that on and it it just didn't read my my heartbeat for some reason. The wrist ones. Well, it establishes zones for you. Like, you'll get in the green zone. The, the, I think it's the fat-burning zone. And mine starts at, like, 132. And then I, I was like, 
I figured mine would be way lower than that. <laughs> but I don't know how what their science is with it. But it goes in the red at 152. And it's like, fucking stop what you're doing. Quit. <laughs> oh, do you connect it to the yeah. app? Yeah. Hmm. It connects right to the app. It comes up on the screen while you're doing it. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. And, it, and then when you go into the red, it flashes at the bottom, uh, go into safety zone uh, to get your heart rate down. Get your shit What the... Uh, what kind do you... Oh, I'll look at it later. See what you got. That's a, a cheap one. It was like 20 bucks. And it does connect to that. Yeah. What you want to do is you don't connect it to your phone. You don't uh, pair it with your phone, but it'll the app will still recognize it. even if Because okay. I, I paired mine to my phone, and it, the app wouldn't recognize it, so I unpaired it, and then it would. I don't understand. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. I, I had to read some frequently asked questions on the website. The... Uh when I've done like spin classes and stuff before, they'll kind of have the similar setup where you can see what zone you're in and they'll be like, you know, get to, you know, the yellow zone or whatever. And there's like one moment where everybody's in the red zone and you have to hold it for like 30 seconds and it's so intense, but like you feel like a badass when you're done. The one, uh, I don't know how far you've gotten along in it, but there's one move in the yoga where you're, you're in push up position and then you go down to your, Oh yeah, your forearms and hold it for a minute. The plank. It's I guess it's called plank. He he always calls the push up position plank. Oh, but you go down your forearms and hold it, and it's like I'm pouring sweat every time. It's hard. I, I found that I have very weak wrists. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all the time like I do. My, I do my, my fist. fist. Yeah. yeah. Well, DDP has weak wrists too, so it makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> because he cheats half the time. If, if you ever watch, he's, he's cheating in almost every every one of them. Because he's a hundred years fucking old. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Have you tried to do the yoga? Yeah, the, uh, GDP. I did it with him. You like it? Yeah, I did. Like, I've done other at home. There's like a yoga with Adrian, and it's a little more like meditative. Adrian Adonis, the adorable Adrian Adonis, former professional wrestler. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. No, she's based out of Austin. It's a little more like meditative, yeah, a little more hippie. With my dog. But um, that's what she does. I really like it, but I also like that one. It's, I mean, you get more cardio with it. You're definitely like, yeah, it's well, the whole heart thing. Rate. The one that gets me the most is when you do the lunge and you come out here and you flex everything. I love that. And you bring it in. Yeah, mine gets up to like 165, and I, I don't stop because I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I need a heart rate monitor. Gets you yeah. the most. Yeah. Most pumped, yeah. Mine, your heart rate will fucking go up on that one. Uh, the broken table where you're like extending, I, yeah, yeah, that's, that's good for your back. That's really tough for me. Yeah, but it'll, it he's won't a little be. bitch in that <laughs> in that position. <laughs> well, you keep doing it, and it, uh, it'll uh, make your back stronger. No, he was definitely seen improvement. We yeah. just we just fell off the wagon. Yeah, fell off the wagon. But no, he's get... been doing low carb. He's been killing it. Wow. No alcohol. It's a huge. He's a kid. I think I've drank twice since September. It's really good. That's awesome. It's because whenever I drink, because I can't not drink until I get obliterated. Yeah. I just get a hangover for two fucking days. I don't want to deal with it. So I'd rather just take some Kratom. And, uh, you ever take Kratom, then drink? Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> it is pretty good. <laughs> I think the first time I did it was here, and like we polished off a 30-pack and an 18-pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, fuck, what else? You got a uh, subreddit of the week? Oh shit! Oh yeah, we're breaking shit out. I could find something real yeah, quick. Yeah, just find something <laughs> real quick. I'll find a nice little songy song to tide us over. I've done this in a while. This is a little welcome home. Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> You're gonna die.
A screen door slams Mary's dress waves This is my favorite song Like a vision she dances Across the board as the radio plays I didn't know you like Bruce Springsteen Bruce Have I not mentioned that? This is a weird one want you only don't turn me on. R slash Orc 34. Orc 34. What yeah. is that? It's uh, Orcs from like uh, the Lord of the Rings fucking. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> Check this one out. I would totally. Fuck yeah. I would totally do an Orc at. It's <laughs> 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 tremendous. R slash Orc 34. Okay, because rule 34 is everything can be made into porn. Oh, okay. There's a porn version of everything. It's funny. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's not the weirdest I found, but it's still pretty odd. Hey man, what uh, what's going on with your uh, phone screen there? I dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you punt it? <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I dropped it like a foot and a half off the ground. I was sitting outside, holding my phone on, right on the concrete. Yeah, that'll do it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I prick mine too. You teenage girl. <laughs> you match. You know. <laughs> How many times has that been copied? The, that that same melody and the same I fucking words. You. Yeah. I fucking love Bruce. God damn it. <laughs> this is a recent thing. I've always liked Bruce. I always really liked the Nebraska album, but then. For some reason, I just got into it, man. I get it now. All these old motherfuckers yeah. dancing around for to a four-hour Bruce Springsteen show. It's weird. No, I, don't know. I get it. I'd, I'd go. What, did you read anything about the Ryan Adams situation? I've read some. It's it's just essentially the same as Hardwick. I mean, he, he's he his seems a little bit more because there seems to be a multiple. lot more, and I mean. I don't feel like Mandy Moore needs this right now. Like she's doing fine. <laughs> she's okay, I suppose. I mean, she's she's got more going on now than Maybe she ever she's did. She's missing him like candy. <laughs> that was her hit from 1998. <laughs> no, she's in that show. This is us. Never watched. It. I've it's heard. It's huge. I've never watched it either. And then um, she's like the voice of uh, Rapunzel and Tangled. Like really? she's yeah, she she's working. Money. So I don't feel like this is something for publicity. He just he he's always seemed like it's a creepy guy. Yeah, I've always thought he was because I said last week on the show that if you listen to it, he never puts the onus on him whenever the shit goes bad in one of his songs. Right. It's always you did this to me, you bitch. Yeah, he just seems kind of like an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like his music. Yeah, I hope he's not a monster. He's probably a little bit of a monster though. Are you kind of. <laughs> I mean, was, I'm not shocked. The one story of him like texting with a 16 year old. That sounds probably like it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the whole reason he made the fucking Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, like why? Hashtag Ryan Adams wants to be liked by teenage girls so bad. I mean, it's so gross. Like, you don't need that, dude. You're not Taylor Swift. Like, get out of here. You're never going to be what? as famous you as Taylor Swift. You still look like the wannabe a VJ guy. You still dress like that. Yeah. Come on. I mean, he just seems so <laughs> desperate to be famous. I know. So, and he got it, and it's kind of funny. It's not super famous, though. It's, <laughs> no. not, the, it's not the level of fame he wanted. No. That's the thing. He's not like. He's Patrick Bateman. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Try getting a reservation at Dorsey now, you <laughs> fucking sick bastard. <laughs> Stupid bastard. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I have, we have one friend that really likes him. I wonder what he thinks. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I bet he's torn up inside. 
Maybe he might be in denial. Yeah, he might be. I don't believe it. I refuse to believe. It sucks. I I really quit really caring about him with the whole him doing that Taylor Swift cover album. I'm like, oh, I mean, I just gross. I gotta. I mean, I, every once in a while, I'll put on what's that album? Heartbreaker. Heart- it's great. Yeah, it's a good album. It's a very good great. fucking album. But yeah. again, if you listen to it, it's just like <laughs> you whore. <laughs> And uh, yeah. the one song, um, Call Me On Your Way Back Home, I just want to die without you. Like, it's threatening suicide to get a girl to, to, to stop call. from breaking up with him or whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not shocked. I can still like uh, a few of the songs. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, I still like a lot of them, but yeah. let's be honest. Now that you kind of hear the context, you're like, oh. No, not even that. I don't care about that. <laughs> but, it's, but like, he didn't need to put out every single thing he ever recorded. Every mm. thought that came into his head did not need to be put on wax. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> every every possible facial expression you can make doesn't need to be photographed. Well, his hair covers most of them. <laughs> Depends on the era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. now, when, I, when I saw him, uh, he had like a skateboarding accident and he broke his hand and he was very charming the way he interacted with the crowd and he said my skateboarding accident probably saved you from a, an entire night of incessant noodling which noodling is just fucking around and not really going anywhere with what you're playing which he does <laughs> so he was very nice and very charming I hung out with the, his band afterwards at the bar we got drunk it was great they did live band karaoke that's cool and he was sober at the time and they all rolled their eyes whenever they said it. <laughs> 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 Ryan's sober right now yeah that's gotta be annoying it's probably like <laughs> oh a sober him probably much worse than a uh, please than a drunk him drown your that sorrows means he, that means he's doing he's doing some kind of harder drug instead of drinking at the bar yeah the harder drug is facing his Facing himself in the mirror. I, <laughs> I feel like him sober is kind of like someone who's like, I'm a vegan. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, starts, I'm he, sober. He, I was going to say, he starts every sentence with, as a sober person. <laughs> well, shut the fuck up. I don't put that Get your hair in my body anymore. You're 45 anymore. years old. <laughs> Like stop trying to dress like you're 22. Like get the like fuck tw- out of no. here. He started, he's dressing like he's 22 in 1996. Yes. Yeah. I watched. God yeah. I was like him. one. Con- I was like, oh, I don't want to ever watch him live. Like this is weird. Uh, no, Father. Um, one thing I'm excited about is Father John Misty and Jason Isbell are touring together. And that's a be, weird pair. I like it. I love it. I like both of them. They're, I know they're like two of my favorites. Well, he name dropped uh, Jason Isbell in. Uh, that album, Dear which Mr. is Tillman. so good. That album is so Tillman. good. It is. It's a good video. Have you seen the music video to that? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. But yeah, they're going to be <laughs> near Raleigh. Um, they're going to be in the summer. around here somewhere. Not early in West Virginia, but Cincinnati or something. Yeah. You guys are Lexington. welcome to come down if you'd like to go. <laughs> so far. <clears throat> it is. It is a ride. Yeah, part of the reason why I don't like to go into concerts or anything is because all the seats are Made for uh, skinny, skinny people. people. Yeah, <laughs> but this, I am losing weight, so I might, <laughs> I might the, start the one of things. The place in Charleston, the damn, uh, so the, the Civic Center Auditorium. So you're no, just you're, the, um, you're discriminated against because of your size. Yeah. All you need to do is use your one thousand twenty fourth Native American, or yeah. <laughs> or just become bi curious. Then intersectional, and then they'll widen. <laughs> You've the got seats. multiple. Things you can just go up to the venue manager and be like, I guess you guys aren't into fat acceptance. <laughs> I'm also gay. <laughs> Give me a bigger seat. 
What's the What's that theater? It's across from the mall. It's not the Civic Center. It's the other one. The Municipal. Yeah, the Municipal. Oh, the Municipal. Ugh. I get stuck in those seats. Those seats are miserable. Because <laughs> I saw uh, Avett Brothers there. Yeah. It was yeah. brutal. It was yeah, terrible. Very uncomfortable. What's the Clay Center Theater like? This is actually not bad. Well, it's still pretty fucking tight. I mean, it, it, get, get an aisle seat, damn it. Like, yeah, if you're going to go, get an aisle seat. Always get an aisle seat. But this <laughs> venue that they're going to be at in uh, Cary... Um, it's like an amphitheater and you bring yeah, it's your fucking seats. awesome. Oh, yeah, you, fucking you, cool. yeah, you just nice. bring camping chairs. It's cool. You just set up anywhere you want. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to see them because anytime two people like that go on tour together, they'll perform some together too. They're gonna do something they'll weird. They'll mix in with each other's sets. It's gonna be great. So I wonder what they'll do. I know. I'm curious. I'm excited though. I think it'd be hilarious if Jason has built the 400 unit was his backing band. When he <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. That would be great. His wife's down there. Like, I'll see her concerts pop up all the time, like around Greensboro and stuff. So I wouldn't be shocked. She's she, cool too. Yeah. Her stuff's her stuff's actually weird. It is kind of weird. It's like more. It's like gothic country, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Um. She's hot as the surface of the sun, though. Jesus Christ. She's really pretty. Jason Isbell looks like a fucking troll. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's cute. Yeah, sure you do. I mean, look what you married, Jesus. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what else we did. Oh, we saw um, Harlan Williams. That was yeah, cool. That was a lot of fun. There's it, like a lot there, there was uh, there was like twenty people. It, it, it's this new uh, what? It's a new improv, improv they just put in. And there was honestly there was seating for like two hundred people, a million people, and there were like twenty people there for Harlan fucking. For Harlan it was the Williams. opening night. It was a Thursday night. To oh, be okay. fair. you guys went to the Thursday night. Yes. Show. Those are always light, from what I hear from my comedian friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, so there was a lot of really close crowd work. We were stuff. really close. Oh, and he, he like, oh, what you doing there, redhead, huh? <laughs> he did. It was so funny. <laughs> he gave me shit. <laughs> I went up to him afterwards and I, and I was like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I got starstruck. No, Aaron did get really starstruck. He talked about it for like a week. I love Harlan Williams. He's one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> he's in Rocket Man or something, right? Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, sorority Boys. <laughs> it wasn't Fucking that Dumb great. and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. That was pretty I've cool. been watching you. <laughs> Aaron was just so excited. He's like, oh, are you going to take a picture with me? <laughs> it was so funny. And we did see the Kill Tony. Yeah, Kill yeah. Tony was a it lot was of fun. It was so fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so you saw the show Kill Tony. Yes. You did, yes. did you see a stand-up? No, we didn't no, go. We, didn't stand up. we just went to the show. How insane was that? There it's, was a lot of people there. Yeah, it was packed out and... Uh, it was just uh, Jeremiah. The whole band wasn't there. Oh, but he yeah. was um, cat burglar. But he was cat burglar, one of the the best characters of his. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fucking fun, man. Kill Tony, if you don't know, is a uh, weekly live podcast, usually from the Comedy Store. That uh, you have Tony Hinchcliffe, Brian Redband, and then they have a another established comedian, and then open mic comedians they'll put in a name and a hat and they get to come up and do one minute of material and then they get made fun of <laughs> yeah, by the establishment they get like critiqued <laughs> they get roasted or whatever yeah. yeah they essentially just get made fun of and Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe is a mad roaster like he's he's very good for all the Comedy Central roasts yeah, yeah it's like kind of what he does hmm. but we were there I don't know if you listened to that one the girl she was in a wheelchair and they brought her up. I can't yeah, remember. It, so if you don't get a ticket, you can still put your name in the hat and sit outside. And if he pulls your name, you you can come inside and get on stage. Awesome. Yeah. And there is a girl that, that was in a wheelchair, and they 
brought her down the steps, carried her, carried her up on the stage, and she destroyed. She fucking killed it. <laughs> she was good. She was the she last was girl. So good. She was hilarious. She was the last girl. They were all like, "If you're ever in LA, like you have a yeah, you're they on." They gave her a golden ticket. The she, I think, her opening thing was, um, "I'm clearly in this because I had a tit job or something, <laughs> something about that." Because she, what was? I don't even know if she ever even mentioned what she actually had. No, she didn't. She was hilarious. Hmm. Yeah, she was, was great. To watch that one. Yeah, it was a good show. Like. Oh, and there was this one girl that was clearly pissed about being there. <laughs> he gives her hell and she with gets her, up and leaves. With the boyfriend. Oh, my God. It was so funny. The kid was there with two girls. Like, he was dating these two girls. Awesome. And he got to come up on stage. Like, the crowd was going insane. It was, he just kept calling her, like, Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, with weed in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's decriminalized it so in North Carolina, but mm-hmm. still. It was very funny. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a blast. You guys get all, all the... Everybody comes into that area. All the comedians. And a stuff. lot. A lot of them do. I mean, Theo Vaughn was there right when you moved down. Yeah. Yes. He was. We there. missed him. We've uh, missed a few other people. It's just expensive because you have to. It's like a two item minimum. Yeah, I get, it ends up being super expensive. You pay a like ton. hundred bucks probably. Yeah. After after tickets. your tickets. After and your then tickets. you got to go and you each got to get two items. Which the cheapest thing on the on the menu is eight or nine dollars, and that's like a, that's how they make their money. A PBR. So I mean, it's just what? What about food? Would food be more expensive? Probably, yeah. Like chicken fingers, yeah, like thirteen bucks, fourteen bucks. That's weird. And how much were the tickets to kill Tony? Twenty bucks. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. You end up paying sixty. About sixty with yeah. drinks. Well, there, uh, that place, their their PBRs were. It was like five bucks. Was five that was bucks. actually a lot. The improv was expensive. The improv was really expensive. But um, good nights. Yeah, good nights. Good nights. Yeah. Charlie, good nights, and then there's an improv. Does good nights have the two drink minimum thing? Or? Yeah. I've always wondered because we talked about doing a comedy club a long time ago. How they actually do make their money, but I guess it's it's like a movie theater. Yeah. I mean, the drinks are fine, but they're exp- I mean they're expensive. You're paying for that experience. Like having, yeah. Having the beer, like being watching comedy is one experience, but being able to drink at the same time is it's worth more. For sure. Yeah, because you remember at the Comedy Zone in Charleston, like a bucket of beers was like $30 for six Yeah, beers. it was expensive for six beers. Usually a, a bucket somewhere else would be 20 something like that. So they do get their money. Dang. But it's a blast. I mean, I've never been to, I mean, I've been to the comedy club here, but... Uh, good nights and call it it's a fucking conference room. Yeah. And, we and, went to, and they uh, turn down. They our comedians will not come there because they have to be cleaner. At the comedy zone. At the comedy mm-hmm. zone out here because there's a comedy zone in in Charlotte too, and it's part of the same network. There's a comedian oh, really? from Morgantown that talks about. Uh, I forget. I heard him on uh, Jared Logan. I bet his name is. Maybe I heard him on uh, the the bonfire. Was it on the bonfire? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about. Uh, the one in Charleston and how he couldn't say goddamn or anything like that. They're like, you got to be clean here. Jeez, how does Frampton do it? So people, like, they turn it down. They won't come in. That's why people, that's why people say the left can't meme because they're, yeah. they're too afraid to offend everybody and they don't, <laughs> their comedy sucks now. Yeah. It's just, it's a, like, whereas the right wing people don't care what other people think and they can do all that. This guy's stuff. from Morgantown, Jared Logan. Mm. And he's a decently successful comedian. I've That's seen awesome. him on stuff. I'm just like, who needs comedy more than people here? But, but G, you know, because of G, like you can't say goddamn. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, get out of here. Yeah, we're well, in the Bible Belt. They're starting their own little scene there now. Finally, oh, really? in Charleston. 
where they can say whatever the fuck they want. Good. Are they holding it in bars? The Blue Parrot. Yeah. He's doing a night there. He, I think he's going to try to do it every Sunday. Um, I think that Rock City place is doing stuff. Oh, that's right. They move. He uh, had a show. Frampton had a show last night at the Grove in Fetville. Fetville. I thought that was a night. It was last night, I thought. The second. I thought it conflicted with that fight. It conflicted with last night's fights. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong for once. Uh, he'll book it again. <laughs> one, one of these days, we're going to go see him at the Grove. I've never been there. It's, it's, a, it's, cool. it's a room about this big above the Secret Sandwich Society. Really? A little bit bigger than this room. Yeah, it's got kind of a living room vibe. And I mean, there's you can have a good show there. But it's like there's not really a stage. It's like the stage is the same level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's like a it's, real it's, rock club. It's intimate. And Sometimes my favorite thing, my favorite thing, I want to play there because the show starts at eight, ends at eleven. Yeah, they get yeah, com- they get, get complaints out. from the the residential area if they actually go late. So it works out great for us older folks that don't want to <laughs> yeah, fucking be yeah, out till three can, in the morning. Yeah, right? we went and saw Red awesome. Audio and that crazy Japanese band and. I was home by 11.30, man. That's awesome. <laughs> That's tremendous. <laughs> and that was a late show. Yeah, that was... A, yeah, because usually they're probably over by 10, 10.30. Yeah. That's funny. It's good, though. I, I'd play there any day just, just because of that. That's I mean, cool. It's 25 minutes away, if that, and then it, you're done by 11. Shit. I'd play there on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Tuesday. You could probably arrange that. No, they don't have to... I'll need two or three supporting acts so I don't have to practice so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to learn all those songs that I forgot about. There's a reason I forgot them. <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool down there. I do miss it. I miss home. Yeah, I'm, I, I stay homesick. I don't know. Well, just uh, get successful, get money, then come back here and do the thing. and then. You yeah. think it would help if, if, if uh, it's Raleigh's North Carolina? Yes. If the state was shaped a little more funny? <laughs> Like if they change this to shape Maybe. of the state, yeah, it might, it might Maybe help. that's what it is. What is it, what we it just is, planted is some mountains and hills. You just need the panhandles. Yeah, yeah. You need some funny shapes in there. Otherwise, it's just like, why am I even here? <sighs> People are so spoiled down there. Yeah, it's they're all funny. cunts. Like you saying, it's only twenty five minutes. People fucking freak out if they have to commute more than like fifteen minutes. I'm like, you guys have no fucking clue. Yeah. Like you, you don't they're understand. All, yeah, weak. They're all. Dr- they're all like a bunch like, of. I, dr- I never understood why people hated millennials until we moved. I was like, oh, I get it now. It's amazing how cut off we are from all that. It's so shit, different here. Yes, we are it's, completely cut off. From it's it. so different. Yeah, it was. Um, it was almost a shock to me. Like one of the places I, I worked at, I was. Kids. I was quitting because I. I couldn't stand working with the people. Yeah. And I'm. I get along with everybody. Yeah, yeah, they're just ugh, I'm like ugh. I well, sound like my father. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a 20 year old anymore. I, I, was, I, was I like, can't imagine that I liked people <laughs> when I was that age. That were my. You know what I mean? Just, no, yeah. I don't know. We we weren't brought up that way. It seems like it at least, but then he, we start to fall victim of the one hour here. Right, you know, right, right. You start to become that. It's it's just something that everybody does. For sure. There's there's a guy going to to quit because he. Uh, had a, had a commute 25 minutes to work and I told him to quit being fucking soft. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go 40 minutes or so to where I work. Yeah. I'm to get out of my old job, dude. I'm like, uh, great. Fucking tremendous. Yeah. If I can survive on this, that's fine. And I can so far. So, yeah, but, I don't uh, commuting doesn't bother me. I mean, there's more people, there's more traffic, you know, you got that, but it's, I don't know. It's just so funny. 
I can't imagine like growing up having all of like having access to all of the different things that are there and still bitching. I'm just like, what? (laughs) Everything's (laughs) like like right at your fingertips right now. Yeah. Easy to access. Whatever you want. Like we're, we're five minutes from 10 grocery stores. Yeah. There's just so many grocery stores. I mean, I'm, I don't know. We were just kind of like in shock. And we're and still finding new stuff. And everybody's like depressed and unhappy. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Life is great for you. you have, yeah. Your parents paid for your college. Like, fuck you. It's amazing, yeah. What are you upset but about? We, we have all that <laughs> stuff. And I, I just kind of miss home. Yeah. yeah. If it's you not live, the same. If you live in the United States and you've got good physical health and you don't have any debt, you're doing pretty good. You're doing most great. Likely. You're doing great. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, everybody has their struggles, I guess, but it's just, I don't. Well, it's just easy, you know, it's easy to forget about, you know, the first 250,000 years of human existence where we were like, you know, smashing bones (laughs) on rocks to to eat raw marrow so we didn't starve to death. Right. Or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, or just most of the way most of the world lives, like fucking how many people are in China right now? Six, seven hundred. I haven't been, I've, I've never been to <laughs> correct I've never been correct. to um, I've never been to Asia but I've, I've friends that you know it's just so much different like they just like you just work 14 hour days every day most people and then you go home to an apartment the size of a closet yeah and they just had they're just like and you're not seem, allowed to masturbate it seems like it's just a joyless life uh-huh. compared to what we're to what we have yeah I do. It's definitely put perspective into things. I do miss home. It's hard to make friends as an adult, too. That's really awkward. Yeah. We learned. Because everybody thinks you're trying to get in, in a uh, weird swapping situation. Well, it's it's like we don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't have kids. So it's not like, you know, you can make like your other mom and dad friends because that's weird. And then, but I don't want to go to bars because I'm like old and I'd rather be home, like just doing nothing and. It you obviously is. can't make friends that way. It's just, it's weird. It's hard. Yeah. And then, like, there might be people you would really like that are, like, into, that don't even come out until 1 a.m. Or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you just miss out on all like, these I people. I don't want to do that. Like, there's, there are, like, whole classes of people in the Fayetteville scene that I've never even physically seen. Fayetteville's small. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do I not know you? Yeah. How do you not know who I am? <laughs> right. <laughs> I've lived here five years, you piece of shit. I grew up there. There's so many new people. I'm like, who are you? Who are these people? I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know. (laughs) You know what time it is. It's time for the period report with Elena. I'm not on my period. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Shocker! You heard that? There's no trash coming from that gash. Uh, that got me. That was really funny. <laughs> Stone Gossard right there. Anyway. <laughs> I could not do it. That's great. <laughs> I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> anyway, you got anybody got anything else you want to catch up on, talk about? Any plugs? Mm. <laughs> the Umbrella Academy. Watch yes. it. I haven't seen it. Plug it's it. So I know you good. told me Russian Doll's good too. Russian. Oh, you oh. haven't watched it yet? No, man. It's incredible, oh. dude. I haven't watched. Um, 
Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'm behind on that one. I haven't watched. Uh, I did finish the Punisher. I haven't watched the uh, Nazi one on uh, Amazon. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Man in High Castle. Yeah, man, I haven't, I haven't finished. Haven't started. started that last season yet. Russian Doll's really quick. Well, and they're they're both thirty minute. Ep- they're a thirty minute episodes. You'll fly right through it. It's good. No, Umbrella Academy is like an hour. It's a bit of a commitment, but it's really good. But it's only like ten episodes. It holds your attention. Yeah, we were sucked in. Have you guys watched the uh, Bandersnatch yet? No, no, I did. I'm, I had it pulled up. I was going you? to watch it. What is that? Yeah, it's the Black Mirror it's, movie. It's like you know, oh, Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, that's right. Do you remember Choose Your Own Adventure books? Did you ever read those? Mm-mm. I it's know what like, it is though. Yeah, it's it's like that. I heard it's great. It's like that, but it's a movie concept. That's great. But some of them, like some of the times, like if you pick, <laughs> like if you pick the wrong choice, where it just ends the movie, they sit, they they like say, "Well, I don't think you want to do that." And you get to go. Oh, back. It gives you yeah. <laughs> With, which was what you would do with the book <laughs> when you go to the page where you immediately die. Well, I'm fucking. I'm not gonna. Fin- I'm gonna go back and read the right decision. Right. Change my decision. Yeah, but no, I, w- I watched it one time, but I wasn't like super engaged with it, just enough to get the idea and. uh it's nothing to be intimidated by. Okay, well, maybe I'll try that. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a horror um, Black Mirror. Horror I hope movie. they're making like a regular season though. Me I want, too. I want six or seven. Yeah, episodes. I know. But I really it, like I it. thought I read that this was going, it was replacing the season. It might be. But I saw that, I that they're show. doing a new Twilight Zone with oh, uh, what's his that face? Looks awesome. Jordan Peele. That does look awesome. It looks great. It's exciting. I'm trying to think what else. I'm still really obsessed with Red Dead Redemption, so it's taking up a huge portion of my life. Hmm. It's so good. It's a good game. So I love it. Oh, it's a, that's the the western. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to play that. Dude, Dude. It's so good. it looks Dude. so cool. It's so good. It's well, so once, pretty. Once we finish it up, we'll mail it to you. Oh wow. <laughs> PS4. PS4. I've got that. It's I've got so that as well. It's so good. It, it is good. I replayed it. So she, like, she's already played it through twice. I haven't finished it once. Damn. Yeah. I love it. Is it a pretty long game or medium? If you were if you were to play, and it's, it's going to be long. If you know how, there's you no know fast travel, and it's the biggest map of anything. I've Even ever if you know on. what you're doing, it's going to take a little while to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah you got to put some time into it. But it's it's like a movie. I mean, it yeah. really is. And there's definitely a little bit of choose your adventureness to it. Like you can either come out of it with like high honor or low honor. So you can you could be the villain if you want. Yeah. Um. See, I, I want, can't. I'm like, I don't know. I want that game. I want something like that also that they have to do, but in a pirate form. That's great. You can have a pirate career and you can either work for the empire and be like a, you know, like a snooty English man who goes after the pirates or you can just go rogue and be a fuck and just be a fucking Jack Sparrow. See, I would character. always be a rogue in that situation. But in this one, I feel like an asshole when I kill someone. Yeah, it makes you feel guilty <laughs> if you do something. Yeah, bad. Like, oh, darn it. They had a family. Kid, like the kid comes running over crying. And, and no, yeah. yeah, it's it's very, it's very uh, detailed. Like, and detailed. But towards the end, it kind of, the story sort of makes you almost naturally do the the right thing at the end. Yeah. Without like giving anything away. Well, it's but, a story, but it is. It's such a good story, and um. But I've heard the online stuff sucks. I'm not really into that. I'm not into it. I either. like story. I don't like being called a nigger by a 13 year old. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, how, you how could, many times does that happen? You could spend hours <laughs> Lots. Just, just hunting if you wanted. Like you could just go hunt or go fish or just go fuck yeah. around. It. It's beautiful. It's just so pretty. Yeah, who wants to do those things in real life? <laughs> right? Like I, Much better on But the you know what? I'm like, I could get into hunting. <laughs> because of this game. It's so stupid. I love it. Anything else? I think that's it. <laughs> Fucking right on, then. Fucking right on. <laughs> Fucking right on. Right. All right. right. Thanks for listening, you bunch of queers. Go forth and fuck thyselves. <laughs> Thank you.
Don't you think you're gonna live?